you never been threatened uh, by a Korean War veteran to kick your ass because you had a mohawk before. That's, a, that's what that sounds like. Why don't you take it off or I'll make you take it off. I'm like, sir. <laughs> the crow's feet all over your body. You know we met today, right? Like, <laughs> like, you do know who you're talking to, right? That's not very Christmassy. No, it's not. <laughs> dude, Christmas brings out the worst. Dude, that I was... f- dude, fuck. I fucking know. I was wearing my Santa hat and everything, and he still fucking did that. <laughs> dude, That's yeah. fucking disrespectful on so many levels to dude. me, Santa, and Christianity. Dude, the fuck. girls in my customer service department at work are basically, like, crying because people just are, like... Eating them alive? Yeah, just like, you're the physicist. I ordered this thing, and this thing came, and it's a tailor, and you're my grandchildren. You're a fucking whore. You're a fucking company. I'm never going to stop it. I fucking hit. Like, dude, people, people will get, like evil about christmas dude yeah, people get fucking ah! about christmas what is it that's 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 what people get yeah. they get ah! christmas is literally the worst time of the year no it, it is. fucking is hello hello I fucking hate happy shit. Like, I, like uh, unless it's little monsters, but uh, I fucking hate the times of year when people are like super happy and they're like just strutting around with jazz hands, like in the streets doing fucking musical shit. That would be great. I wish I lived in that fucking world. <sighs> I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't. I just hate, I, I just hate fucking I just immediately. all, all <sighs> things winter and Christmas. I hate, I hate the weather. I hate the, yeah, I fucking, the cold. I hate the lack of, I hate the gray it's, it's overcast shit. Good all winter the fucking bass time. fishing right now, man. Come on. You gotta, good winter bass fishing. Yeah, Christmas man. music, fucking uh, fake, like consumerism, fake, like cheery ass fucking backstabbing bullshit. Oh my God. Fucking so I, tacky I've done ass this decorations. like little experiment with people. Like, uh, I had this lady who was just like, she was just monotone and like had no interest in talking to me whatsoever. And she was, she was pretty, I don't know. I don't know. She just had no interest in talking to me. And, uh, so rare to back it up. I, I have <laughs> to start, oh, I have to start it off with this. Come other. on, come on. Okay. Okay. So this one lady just before her, I had told her happy holidays and she stopped dude, in her fucking tracks. People dude. get so goddamn she mad. She stopped in her tracks and turned around and said, you mean Merry Christmas? Yes. That's like the fucking... Merry Christmas. That's... Oh, my God. You know what that is? That's like the fucking uh, boomer generation's okay boomer. They say that. Like, millennials say okay boomer. With this lady who just, like, had no interest in, like, being friendly or even, like, a general human being with me when I talked to her. When I said goodbye to her, I said, oh, by the way, Merry Christmas. Happy it, holidays. Dude, it was bitch. like I shoved a fucking light bulb up her ass and fucking turned it up as high as it went because she was just beaming. Just fucking, oh, yeah, uh, Merry Christmas to you too. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Dude, people get fucking mad, like, 
even if you say happy holidays sometimes, you'll talk to somebody and then that particular person doesn't celebrate any fucking holidays. Or like exactly. the, they're a religion that doesn't have any winter holidays and then they're just like, yeah, okay, have a nice day. That's crazy. So anyway, um, <laughs> hello everybody and welcome to our special happy holiday episode. You need to bring it way down. Spoiler I need to bring it up. You need to bring, I need to bring it up. There is fucking nothing special about this other than we're going to talk about Christmas shit. And happy new year. Oh, suck it. So. He's pointing at Elliot right now for, for those of you. I don't even know why, because uh, I'm not even going to talk to you. So you, my name's Hunter. This is Eric. Catfish. Since last episode, I go by Catfish. All right, Catfish. Talk to that guy. What is his name? Tell him. Introduce him. Uh, he didn't want to talk last time, so... Yeah, no, he yeah, never fucking wants to talk. Me wishes Eric. Oh, no. Catfish, oh, Catfish, yeah. Catfish gets me. Hunters, you need to take it down a couple notches. Yeah, man. Yeah, whatever. You're, you're, you're like beaming like Christmas right now. Yeah, man, we gotta do this Christmas. I'm, I'm gonna is change... Is this a Christmas episode or is it an end of the year wrap-up? It's both. Why does he keep doing this? Like, like, fucking 11 right like now. Like somebody's bro. dad is like... You're talking about fucking 11? <laughs> yeah. I'm at 11. Like, enthusiasm and energy. I'm fucking 11 right now, dude. Yeah, dude. I've been eating fucking Skittles and listening to Discordance Access all day. I'm set to pop. Dude, you're fucking done, dude. Nah. That's it. Like, yeah. He's going to crash so hard. <laughs> no, oh, he is like going to crash mid-episode. I'm in mid-crash. Yeah. <laughs> the grind core is gone and the sugar is worn off. He's on that uh, sugar grind. Yeah. That's a good subgenre. It's like... Uh, sugar grind. This, this sugar has nothing to do with anything, but I... I so no, I was, does, this sound, does any of the, so, what we're talking about? So as a Mexican person mm-hmm. uh, yep. in our community, uh, we start drinking coffee at the age of like four Really? <laughs> yeah, like I don't know what it is. Um, for the one other uh, Mexican, uh, possibly the rest of the Hispanic Latino community. What's his name? Um, this might be common with you, but it's okay to give us coffee since we're kids, apparently. So I've been drinking coffee since I was a youngin'. And uh, How young? a couple years ago, uh, I decided to quit caffeine because of my you know, extreme anxiety. Good call. So that, yeah. I didn't drink any caffeine for a good two years. Like Long time. Zero caffeine. And then I, I went to work and I had not slept in days and I was fucking crashing hard and I had to do something before I didn't get, you know, before I got myself fired. So I decided to drink some fucking coffee. Oh my God. Going two years without caffeine and finally drinking coffee. Literally that shit was cracked, dude. Dude. 15 minutes after finishing my coffee, it was like fucking fireworks coming out of my ears. So I've like because of the medication I take, I'm very sensitive to caffeine. Like I've, I've been drinking soda like my whole life because I take Vyvanse, okay, which is basically like Adderall. Ooh, yeah. So, so uh, we're just gonna start naming off medications. Huh? Yeah, like uh, I'm on uh, so uh, I'm I'm pretty sensitive to caffeine. So I didn't drink coffee my entire fucking life until I got like this current job that I have, and I started drinking coffee and. The reason I didn't drink coffee, it's too goddamn strong. So I started with just like regular coffee. Then I worked my way up to espresso. And now like I'm fucking awake as shit every day. Like even if I'm tired, I'm like a weird level of awake. I've never had coffee. I've never had energy drink. Don't have an energy drink. You'll have a heart attack. I just. But you've had soda. Yeah. Soda's like worse than coffee. He's had had sun-kissed. It's different. Yeah, but doesn't sun-kissed have like more caffeine than a cup of coffee? No. No. No, soda's not have more caffeine at all. No soda. No way. No soda has more caffeine than coffee. That's why coffee is like crack. Yeah. I've never had any. I drink drink half I'm just running on like pure anxiety all day. Yeah, bitch. Don't fucking look at me like that. (laughs) What? I drink half-calf. Half-calf. But I just double it up. 
<laughs> that's a full cat. Uh, that's math. All right, uh, we are a monthly horror podcast. This is two two times this month though, because you. Hey, buddy, we skipped one, so uh, we're right on track, baby. Yeah, we're making up for lost time. Yeah. We're going on vacation. Yeah, we're still short one, so going uh, on a little fishing okay. trip. Yeah, yeah, this is our eleventh episode in like what a year? Or yeah, like, in a year, a year and a half. Year. Yeah. It's only been a year. Well, we started. It was a year Halloween when we started. No, nah, we, we didn't put anything out. Yeah, we didn't put anything out. We, to, we deleted all those episodes. They recorded like four episodes. That and you know what? Out. We're better for it. Yeah. We're better for it. Yeah. It was a trash can. It was a better format. Yeah. Well, so uh, we're a horror podcast. We like to talk about horror stuff, spooky stuff, dark stuff. And uh, I mean, honestly, for the most part, just funny shit. Nope. Not me. Not like it. <laughs> no, it's all comedy. Everything. Um, so. It's funny to you? The joke? <laughs> Motherfucking clown. Uh, so. A couple things I wanted to go over. Actually, just uh, one thing for right what? now. Is it news or what? Uh, it is a trailer. Have y'all seen the trailer for Saint Maud? Came out like I think fucking yesterday. This one of your iPhone commercials. Or? Yeah, it's an iPhone commercial. Uh, so it's it's a movie from A twenty four. Who's that? A twenty four. They did. Mid, I know you know who it is, but I'm just telling you the people that maybe don't know. Uh, they did Midsummer. They did Neon Demon. They did Hereditary. They did like every weird artsy horror movie that you can possibly think of in the last like five six years. They do non horror movies like Mid-90s no, they absolutely do. The one I'm trying to I'm trying to find is uh, In Fabric. That's something that's an A24 film about a killer dress, and it's supposed to be kind of kind of fucking weird. I want to watch that. I might do a review on that next month. But mm-hmm. um, this one, this trailer, Saint Maud, it is about a young caretaker girl, and she is taking care of this uh, you know older lady who is seemingly has cancer. Uh, and she's like a socialite and, and, you know, she's very rich, very kind of just very, very strange type of older lady. Like she, she gets out a lot and I guess she, it seems like she might have a lot of affairs and things like that. And, uh, this, uh, caretaker is pretty prude and, uh, apparently it's going to be some kind of weird play on like possession by, from what it seems to me, like possession by like an angel or God or something like that. Cause this girl's like really religious. I'm in. It's really fucking weird looking, uh, but the tone of it's kind of strange. I, I wish y'all would have seen it because it seems like obviously y'all have not just mm. came out like two days ago. I've read about it um, just on one of the websites that I follow. I just, you know, nice. something, you know, up and coming type yeah. thing. I, I want to see the, the trailer. Uh, that sounds pretty good. I mean, it kind of from what I read, it kind of gave me like uh, kind of vibes of uh, stigmata. I guess I'd say. Yeah, uh, it, it uh, kind but, of. It, but completely, yeah. you know, it's obviously it's completely different. But it's like in that, you know, that right. ballpark. And honestly, what I like about this trailer, like, like I, I feel like you're right. But what I like about this trailer is that there's nothing really shown. Like, you don't really know what it really is. Like. The only thing that they showed was uh, like one second of levitation and then uh, one second of this girl's like putting, I guess, like a, a strip of tacks in her shoes and then just like putting them on. So, I mean, like that reminds me of Stigmata right there, like the fucking like Catholic kind of like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to see what that one's like. Uh, Elliot, you got some stuff? Yeah, I got some news. Fucking do it, dude. I got some news. Bust it out. Bust that um, piece of paper with the time you're writing out. Yeah. So I, I didn't I didn't see I didn't go to the movies to see your fucking thing, 
So uh, I didn't see any trailers. But uh, A Quiet Place Part 2. Yeah. They, they, they're they starting to do press on that. So like, What you think about it? I don't know. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen the trailer? <laughs> I haven't seen the tra- I haven't seen any trailers. Honestly, saying. I haven't seen the trailer for that either. Quiet Place Part 2. And then uh, John Krasinski, he's still directing, starring... Uh, his well, wife, be in it. his wife, Lee, ain't gonna be in it. But uh, you know who will be in it? Cillian Murphy from Twenty Eight Days Later. Really? Is gonna be in it apparently. Holy shit! And that's dude. getting released in uh, March, twenty twenty. Really? Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious s- to see what they do with that. Yeah, he, I like him. He's good. Yeah, he's Murphy. good people. Yeah, he's a peaky blinder. So, uh, Bloomhouse, Blumhouse. Oh shit! Here we go. Uh, Firestarter remake. Stop it right now. Nope. Stop it Blumhouse right is, uh, now. is uh, developing a Firestarter remake. No! Of, uh, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done, dude. Bloomhouse sucks. They're, oh, I know they're they're on this whole campaign for like remaking every... It's Blumhouse. Is it? Like, Blumhouse. I know they're on this whole campaign of, of remaking all the classic like universal horror films, but like, are they just literally remaking every single fucking thing now? Yeah, anything, any, like... They suck, so they have to get an, another well, they get an established franchise. That they and one of the trailers was actually a Blumhouse movie, um, The Invisible Man, Antebellum. What the fuck is that? It's another like social, like in the same vein of Get Out and Us, but I don't think it's a Jordan Peele movie. But oh, oh yeah, wait. It, um, it might be a Jordan Peele movie. No, but I think it. I th- it it's yeah. like it. Is that Blumhouse? It's a Blumhouse movie, yeah. Annabelle. Is that the one that's like, uh, ah, it's like a, it's, it's almost like they're time traveling or some shit what? from the, it's like they show somebody in like modern times and then something happens to them or they like get chosen or some shit. Like it's all vague and then like, it, it's pretty vague and all of a sudden they're like back in like slave times. Yeah, that's the, dude, then, that one looks fucking, I'm, I'm actually excited for that one like a lot. Because I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah, well, you got been asked when the lighthouse came out. Yeah, no, no, I don't like it when they do that. When I don't know, because I feel like they're setting me up for failure. <laughs> it's like when you watch those ghost hunting shows, and it's an hour program, and then commercials. So that's like forty five minutes, and then it's already like you're already thirty minutes into, it and they haven't even started investigating. They're just doing like some background shit and talking. That means they're in it. they didn't get any evidence. <laughs> Anyways, also in 2020, in the summer, a uh, sequel to uh, Train to Busan. Yes! Fuck! So, yeah. uh, if anybody liked that zombie movie, that was a pretty intense movie. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was good. pretty good. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty butthole tight. Like, it was probably one of the best zombie movies ever. Well, the one of the best infected movies. One of the three that you've seen. Yeah, it was yeah. the best. Um, currently, uh, the Scary Stories documentary is uh, free and available on Prime, Amazon Prime. And it is... It's uh, it's it's a little better than the. Oh, you watched it? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, it's it's. it's if you're a fan of the books, film. maybe it's kind of it's kind of boring and kind of like you could tell it's like, uh, like like a little more like indie budget, but uh. Well, yeah, it's not a real film; it's a documentary. Yeah, it's a documentary, but it could be better. But it's there if anybody interested in the books. I am. And uh, the banning of the books is a big uh, part of it. Which is yeah, that's good. And uh, but the movie's awful, which is a. Available on DVD. Oh, uh, the uh, trailer for Gretel and Hansel. Han Solo? Yeah. Han- Hansel? Hansel? Hansel. Hansel. Yeah, we discussed that earlier with the... Oh, really? Yeah. I just, was... I just saw it for the first time, and I was intrigued. intrigued? Yeah, it looks pretty crazy. Uh, it looks weird, and the witch is, like, really, like... Yeah, it's, it's actually kind of like, gave me, like, a little bit of a... 
Hope. The Vitch, you know the ending yeah, of the Vitch. Yeah, Vitchy. Yeah, I was kind of like, that's tight. Yeah, I'm that's interested tight. in it for sure. Yeah. Oh, I know you are. That that's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, that's your shit. Um. Uh, yeah. And then lastly, uh, I don't know by the time this comes out or after this comes out, uh, Smoke and Mirrors, the Tom Savini documentary coming yes. to Shutter yeah. or is on Shutter, depending on whenever people hear this. I want to say it comes out like Friday or something like that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it comes it's out super week. soon. But that is, you know, everybody should fucking be watching that. Yeah, I want to watch the shit out of that. Yeah, Tom yeah. Savini's. I adore him. I, If we're friends on Facebook, you'll see that. My uh, my picture is my picture with Tom Savini that's been there for like ten years. I posted that because, as your birthday picture. Yeah, it's like one of my happiest <laughs> moments, and I made him really uncomfortable because I like hugged him, and I was like, "You're the whole reason why I'm here," and he was like, uh, "That's weird." Yeah, yeah. You he can said something see- like, "That's a weird thing to say." I think he. I was standing right next to you, and he did say something like that under his breath. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of like. Which the, I mean, hurry up and take I, I a picture. Get this fucking guy away from me. Yeah, like you can kind of see his face in the picture. He's just like. Okay. Okay. And, and then go. Eric's like, yeah. I don't think his face could possibly be any happier. <laughs> like, he looks like a fucking angel, like baby angel. Like, there would be no me without Tom Savini. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he doesn't realize how important it is and how important he has been to me. If you're completely stupid and don't know who Tom Savini is, he's uh, the visual effects wizard and actor and stuntman. Yeah. And uh, he's pretty much responsible for a lot of the... Late seventies, eighties. What makes me mad? Like a lot of people ask me, "Is that your dad?" Because it's my Facebook profile. So they're like, "Oh, you know, he's got dark hair and light skin," and he's like, "Oh, is that your dad?" No, that's Tom Savini. Who the fuck is Tom Savini? <laughs> and then the only way I can make them realize who he is, uh, remember? Do you see Dust Till Dawn? And there was that guy that had the gun in his crotch, sex machine. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that guy. Oh, like that's so how I have to describe got, like, it. A gum penis? Yeah. So your dad's a sex machine? That's fucking <laughs> weird. Why would you know that? My mom says that my dad is real sex. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! No, we're not recording that. <laughs> that was already recording. All right. All right. Well, what else you got, Elliot? You got some more stuff? Is that about it? That's about it for news. Uh, what about the next Purge movie? Tell me you're not excited for that. No, no. I am Purge not. 5 coming out in 2020. I heard Ethan Hawke is making reprising his role in, I think, the I, TV show. I don't think there's anything Ethan Hawke's ever made that's not good. Isn't that, that, That's a goddamn truth right there. Ethan Hawke's a blessing. Have you ever seen... Uh, it's like three people. It's Ethan Hawke, uh, Uma Thurman, and another all, yeah, guy. Yeah, both of those, yeah. Uh, it's only... I don't know the other guy. There's only three people in the whole movie. It's a fucking indie movie. It's called, like, uh, The Apartment or The Room or some... Oh, it's called Tape. You gotta watch that shit. It's like... Th- all. It's just the three of them in a hotel room. One of them is somebody's boyfriend and girlfriend, and the other guy's, like, a high school friend, and secrets come out, and it gets really fucking tense. You gotta watch that movie. That shit's really good. Not a horror movie, but a really good movie. Secret Secrets. Called Tape. Secret Secrets. <laughs> secret <laughs> secrets hurt someone. I don't know. The first reform was badass. That was the last movie I saw him in. When he's that priest. Oh, yeah. Crazy ass priest. That shit was bad. That was a good movie. Yeah. So, uh, one thing I did want to mention, I already fucking posted about it on the, the Instagram, but there is uh, new movies coming to Shutter starting early 2020. They are really getting these fucking indie films that are actually good. Like, 
They got, um, there's this film that, it's definitely not for everybody. This is one that they had this year. You may have seen it. You may have not. It's called uh, Hagazusa. Have you, uh, Eric, I think you watched it. Yeah, I I tried watching it. It was a little too slow for the time that I was trying to watch it. It's pretty fucking slow. So I never finished it. It's like really weird and slow, really immersive though. That movie is like, if you like The Vich, then you'll probably like Hagazusa, but just know that it's way like, way fucking art film, like way more artsy than The Vich by a lot. If you're into art film, if you're into The Vich, then uh, give Hagazusa a shot. But that's on Shutter right now. It came like later this year. Um, I'd, I'd recommend that. But to that point, they're really trying to grab all of the indie films that are actually good. So at the beginning of the uh, the year, they're going to release uh, this movie called Lose, uh, which is definitely one of the best films I've seen this year. Uh, they're also going to be releasing Bliss, the film that I said that you needed you know, to rent for like, X amount of money on Amazon Prime. What's funny mm-hmm. is I saw that announced and I was going to text you about it. <laughs> and then like literally like a second later, I go on think Facebook or Instagram and you've posted it. Yeah, baby. That's yeah. how I think we are. Dude, we're like connected at the butt. Dude, yeah. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I, I did that one post on Instagram and did another dude from Zombie did the, the soundtrack to that shit. I didn't know I didn't know that either until yeah. you posted. So like Relapse Records is like promoting yeah. the, the Bandcamp to the soundtrack to Bliss. Yeah, dude, it's the soundtrack's fucking awesome. It's sick. It's great. Watch Bliss. Love it. Um, but yeah, that film's going to be on Shutter. This is a perfect reason to get Shutter. Shutter is really going to kill it in 2020, it seems. So I'm gonna get off my my little soapbox. And uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll let's, move on. Anything well, else? Speaking of Shutter, uh, the Headhunter. I didn't see that. I watched the Headhunter. Headhunter was pretty badass. I enjoyed that. Really? I watched it as well. It, it was. It's 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 slow, but it's like too short. It's no. It, it's it should have been a short film. It should have been shorter than it actually was. They had to like I think drag. I think it. They they. It was it should have been a short film that they tried to drag out the feature length, and then so it just made it feel like a short feature length. But it was like a slow no, burn. It was literally the movie's an hour long. I know, but it should have been like fucking half that. I mean, I you can tell the story in ten minutes, but yeah. <laughs> it should have been a shorter. <laughs> but do film you want to see that? Like, should have been like like a forty like thirty minutes, but it, it suffers from like budget because I think they spent all the the money on his sick ass armor. But it's basically about uh, this like monster hunter who gets you know called away from his his like housework. <laughs> and like monster killing prep to go kill monsters and he fucking comes back and and then you know fucking hijinks ensue oh really there's yeah. hijinks after he kills monsters like dude yeah like so the, what the fuck well all, all, all it's like it's super i guess it's, it's low budget so all the monster fighting and all, all the monster kills are off camera like oh. it just cuts and it's like back it's like he leaves cuts and then comes back and he's like all fucked up with like the fuck collecting monster heads yeah, Dude. it's pretty cool. It, it it probably should have been a short, but I I really enjoyed it. I felt like it could. The ending just was like, bam! It happened over. Yeah. I, I was I was that uh, was the only thing that I was, I was disappointed, like, but not because it was bad, but just because like that's not what I wanted. Yeah, <laughs> but like he, his, I think they spent all the money on his fucking armor because he looks sick as fuck. Yeah, he looks like a fucking. He looks sick. Well, like, I'm gonna fucking watch the shit out of it. Looks that. like a Frazetta like uh, death dealer, basically. Really? Yeah. Have you all seen the? Uh, there, there's this movie on Shutter. 
uh, called the what is it like the Night Shifter or something like that? Like the or what, what is it? It's like a I think a Spanish film. I think it's Portuguese, but I or yeah. Brazilian. How many Night Shift movies are there now? A lot. So it's on I Shutter. believe so. I keep wanting to watch it. Me too. I just I feel like it'll be like kind of like uh, similar to uh, what is it, Sixth Sense or something like that. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, so I'm just like, yeah, you know, whatever. Um, but w- now that y'all mentioned that movie, like being short as fuck and needing to be shorter, um, Lose is only an hour flat. I have been trying to watch that movie for at least a year. 18 months. Yeah. It, it came out, a, like, it was made a long time ago, and it was, like, released online, and then they took it down, and then it's like... but uh, I was even using illegal means to try to find that's it. That's the only way I, I watched it. Like, I you can't find it find anywhere it. else. And I would recommend it. If you have an hour, like, it's a really unique take on, uh, like, possession. That movie and another movie called, I think, Luciferina. Luciferina. It's another Spanish... I, th- I want to say it's Spanish like possession or something um those two i read about them a while ago and i was like spanish fucking occult movie i'm fucking down that's you know up my alley can't fucking find them yeah and what are you gonna do nothing apparently don't watch them nothing okay well i guess that's it that's all we got right yes fuck it fuck Fuck me Halloween (laughs) halloween kills again i guess that's the big thing for 2020 yeah halloween kills yeah. Kill Halloween. <laughs> I'm telling you, they could shit out a fucking movie. I was going to post this meme where uh, it's like Michael Myers like playing basketball. <laughs> I'm like, you know, Halloween Kills is going to be the greatest horror film ever made. Halloween Kills, Michael Myers playing basketball. Um, I didn't get anything. I know. Said. It's fucking. Explained a meme. I just explained air. a meme. Jesus. I know. Hunter as everyone's dead on <laughs> Cult of Horror. Got it. Um, so what we're going to do today, for the most part, for a lot of the episode, we're going to do a Christmas list um, of our, I guess, good Christmas movies. Because uh, the thing is, there's not a lot of good Christmas horror movies. It's just not a thing. It doesn't, they're not. Christmas horror movies are usually so bad that you watch them as comedies, like at Christmas time. So we wanted to give you some that maybe are kind of good. I mean, Eric, maybe, maybe not yours. I don't know. Was it? What did you do? Christmas Evil. I watched Christmas Evil, and then I watched oh, another fuck. movie called. You did uh, two? Yeah, remember the Home Alone. Uh, oh yeah, talk yeah, about that. Code. Uh, code Orange. Code Santa Claus. Ghost Santa Claus. Code Santa Claus. I think it's called. It has a bunch of different names. It's on Shutter. Oh, it is? Uh, yeah, a dial code Santa Claus. It also had a bunch of other names. I mean, its French name is like 3615 Code Père Noël. <laughs> and it's also known as Deadly, Deadly Games. Um, something that I was reading is this movie came out a year before Home Alone, and it's a lot like Home Alone to where the the writer-director actually tried to sue for them ripping off his movie. That Really? It was it's that a, fucking it's a lot like it. But it's a horror movie. Um, so is this the the Home Alone horror remake that we've all been waiting for? That happened before Home Alone, kind of. What? <laughs> it what? came out a year before Home Alone. And um, holy fuck! So this movie's about this kid who's like uh, he's kind of like a genius. Uh, he's Richie Rich. His mom owns like 
basically French Toys R Us. Yeah. So they live in this big mansion, and it's just the mom, him, and her father, who's, you know, this uh, really old man who's diabetic, and he's blind practically. And, you know, they have a really good family structure, but, you know, this obviously takes place around Christmas. And like I said, this kid's like a genius. He, like, tinkers with everything, and he's obsessed with the 80s action movies like Rambo and shit. The movie starts off with him, like, putting on the face paint and this fake, you know, bullet strap and all that shit. Like he's in Contra or something, (laughs) setting up booby traps for his dog to fall into and shit. You know, just tight shit that rich kids do that we could never do. Anyways, he believes in Santa Claus. His friend, uh, the kid's probably like, you know, 10 years old, maybe. Maybe younger. Uh, But his friend's like, oh, you're fucking stupid for believing in Santa Claus, blah, blah. So this kid decides that on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, or Christmas Eve, when Santa Claus comes, he's going to trap him. He's going to videotape him, going to get actual proof of Santa Claus's existence. Wow. Well, they're like, at one point, you know, this is early computer time, so he's like talking on the computer to this like program that's supposed to talk back to you that he's, you know, talking to Santa Claus. And this like crazy homeless dude is on some terminal in the middle of the street talking back to him. What? And he's trying to get, you know, information to where this kid lives. What the fuck? And he's not telling him and he finds out. I don't really remember how he finds out that his mom is like the owner of this, you know, Toys R Us type business so he gets a job as santa claus at their department store he ends up getting fired so that like you know pushes him even more to go to this kid's house so he breaks into the fucking house and when he goes to break into the house the kid you know is up waiting for him to come in hijinks ensue Dude, that sounds badass. I'm not going to give away too much, but like right away, he's like all happy hiding, I think under like the kitchen table or something. And he sees Santa Claus, you know, breaking in and his dog attacks him. So the guy grabs a cake knife and fucking kills his dog like right in front of him. No! Yeah. So okay, then so trigger warning for does the dog yeah, die? Yeah, dude. And then that's when it, like, you know, hijinks ensue. Do you, do you, and maybe Kenzie's the only one who does this, but she always, every single movie <clears throat> looks up does the dog die.com to see oh if God. there's any dogs that die. I'm the also fuck? one, I mean, I have three dogs, dude. I'm fucking like, vegan, and I don't do that. That shit got me, dude. Especially the way he kills it. Like, he, like, shoves it through his fucking throat. And that would, just that like, would get me. That okay. would get me though. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh my God. But you got to remember this is like early 80s, so it's not extremely like brutal or, you know, in your face. But just the, the, but still, the amount of disrespect. Exactly. You, the amount of disrespect for someone's dog. <clears throat> but, you know, it's got the cheesiness involved because it's, you know, Christmas. It's an 80s movie. And it's like, it's trying not to be a horror movie, but it's a fucking horror movie. Uh, I highly recommend that you so watch it. So it's trying it. not to be a horror movie? It, you get that feeling like the whole time that it's like just trying to tell the story without being an over-the-top fucking horror movie. Is it like really artsy or what? No, it's just like, you Is know, the music comedy? playing. It's not a comedy, but... What the fuck? could just be a regular drama thriller. Oh, I it's going to be a drama thriller like The Fanatic. I mean, right, just exactly. imagine, yeah. imagine the, the same kind of tempo 
of Home Alone, but instead of the over-the-top comedy, it's the thriller element. That's fucking sick, dude. I, w- I want to see that now. Like, oh, the Michael watch Jackson's it. in this movie? Say what? Michael Jackson. Zombie Michael Jackson. No, action, I would watch action that Jackson movie. is in this That's movie. scary, dude. Fucking scared the fuck out of me. Fuck yeah, yeah thriller, dude. There's, apparently there's, there's a movie for thriller? Hmm? There's the fucking short for it. Yeah, there's, there's a there's fucking the music video. I mean, yeah, like, there's a music video, but like, I, I, is there like a thriller movie? Um, I know he tried, uh, Michael Jackson tried to do like another like Halloween horror-esque thing. I don't know what he fucking called it because who gives a fuck? Yeah, it's true. But, like, I, I remember the Captain EO ride at Disneyland. Hey, well. You went to Disneyland? Fucking He's from Richard, California. Richard, okay. <laughs> Chad, fucking yeah. season passes. <laughs> <laughs> My wife and I had the annual passes for it. Oh, and whenever we were fucking bored, we would just go. I literally went to eat ice cream and fucking turkey legs. That's like all I went for. Turkey legs are dry and overhyped. (laughs) Fucking hot take, Ellie. How dare you? I like the size of them, and I like it's a big like like thing of meat. I appreciate that, but yeah, it makes you feel like you're not going to be able to conquer it. But when it's like take a bite out of it, and it's ninety nine percent tendon. And you're just like, uh... It's fucking dry and it's cold and it's like, ah, this has been there for a while. Yeah. I'm going to use that sound clip somewhere. All right, Eric, like, since you already started, like, and just did your, your movie, like, first off, just fucking finish. Tight, tight, tight. Okay, so the other movie I watched... <laughs> I love that. Like, he's just like, all right, next we're going to do a... Uh... Christmas Evil. I've heard, like, this movie is the only quote-unquote good, like... Halloween Christmas movie besides like I don't know like, Halloween uh, Christmas like Black Christmas Wait, you mean a horror Christmas god damn it uh, yeah like Christmas <laughs> horror I like the scary movies yeah. my brain don't I actually I like Krampus that was actually pretty good that, that was a comedy though yeah but uh, this movie like, that's, you know. it's the same thing well I mean, I think this During movie Christmas, is almost yeah, up it was a Christmas with... movie it's a horror movie thank you it had black comedy it was like trick or treat but Christmas same people it was an anthology, but it's like the same tone. But Christmas, like, it's scary though. <coughs> Christmas, Christmas evil. evil. <laughs> Christmas evil. So, <laughs> this movie uh, right away started off uh, giving me the vibes of Silent Night, Deadly Night, and I would say overall the movie is up there with Silent Night, Deadly Night as a oh. Christmas horror movie. Yikes! Not a good. That's thing. not a good. That's, that's not a good not, start. It's only Sil- good in my. So my yeah, head. Silent yeah, Night, Deadly Night. It's horrible. It's so bad. It's fucking horrible. Oh, like, I love that. Okay, but that's because you like those There's kinds of movies. Cheese, so, like a motherfucker. Anyway, so uh, it starts off with this guy and his little brother. Uh, you know, during Christmas, and they sneak down when Santa Claus is there, and he's like sexually harassing his mother. But you know, it's his dad. But he's like harassing his dad dressed up as Santa Claus, oh. and they end up catching him, like you know, fooling around with his mom. Nice. Or it might not even be his dad; it might just be some guy. I don't think you don't ever, even know. I don't, I don't sp- think they made it clear <laughs> that that's not this the, movie. That's, that's does, the dad this or not. already does seem the, like Silent Night, Deadly Night. I can, yeah, I can see the movie so shitty that they don't have like the 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 coverage. I mean, like I could have missed is. it. Like I'm assuming it was the dad. It was just some dude coming down the chimney and dressed as Santa Claus and you know giving them presents and shit and they're all happy and next thing you know they sneak down and this guy's fondling their mom so he's like all fucking traumatized about it flash forward into the future and he's like this mentally just not a well-rounded person 
<laughs> mentally not well rounded. <laughs> his, you know, his uh, younger brother is now an adult and has a family, and he's normal. And shit starts going bad for this guy at work, so he just kind of snaps, and he decides he's going to take Christmas back. And, like, he's going to make Christmas real again, you know, for the children. <laughs> this is the Donald Trump of fucking Santas? <laughs> Pretty much. So oh he God. goes off on a fucking killing spree and, you know, killing people dressed as Santa Claus. And there's, like, this weird part where he's, like, in love with kids because he's trying to, like, bring back his childhood before oh, his childhood was ruined by Santa Claus. This sounds just like Silent Night, Deadly Night. Sounds like Michael Jackson. Yeah, it also sounds like that. Yes. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Go on. You, I mean, it's a slasher. It's not even a slasher. My my pet peeve with this movie is there was, like, a lot of really good kills, but the kills weren't... Um, Slashy? No, it was just, like, they would cut too quickly during the, you know... There's a part where he hit, you know, hits a guy in the head, I think, with a hammer... Yeah. And he's like, you know, smashing him with a hammer and it's just like a scene of him raising it and then a scene of it impacting his head and then that's it. That might have been an MPAA thing maybe. Maybe. Maybe it got I don't censored know. pretty hard. Yeah. I don't I don't well, know, but that, that was like my only pet peeve. The ending is just like fucking ridiculous. You got to watch this movie. This is a must movie for your, you know, Halloween Christmas. What would you say for fans of like Silent Night, Deadly Night. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and if you're not a fan of that, <laughs> I will you got say, no business. <laughs> I will say I will watch Silent Night, Deadly Night like around Christmas. I mean, time? Uh, this movie, I don't remember exactly when it came out, but it was around that time. So it's you know, either inspired by it or you know they had similar inspiration from it. So it's it's you know it's just one of those movies that you would like. See with Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah, you'd watch it and you'd just laugh at it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the thing I will say about Silent Night, Deadly Night, though, the kills, pretty fucking wacky and, and kind of cool. Yeah, that's well, the like best thing's part. wacky. I have a fond memory of me and my brother uh, nice. made fond my, my mom, uh, like, as a, as a like, family in like, the weird Norman Rockwell sense that my family is, we watched uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night and Christmas Eve one time just because like, we just put it on and like everybody just accepted it and watched it and it was just like, oh. <laughs> oh, that's so funny! But like Christmas Eve and Silent Night, Deadly Night, and uh, we had a, the whole po- the whole podcast with the the whole mental illness thing of the eighties with the oh, like yeah. Friday the Thirteenth and New Beginning and uh, My Bloody of- Valentine's. Like you, if you if you're a kid and you witness something heinous, you're gonna grow up and murder people. Like that was just like a formula that people accepted back then. Yeah, that was the eighties formula. I was thinking about that while I was like thinking about what movie to do, and I was just like, wow, this is literally like the plot to like every Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like every fucking one of them. Another movie that I wish I would have got a chance to see it was Don't Open Till Christmas. Oh, I've yeah. I've always heard that was, you know, a pretty good movie that it's kind of way out over the top. Um, I was hoping one of you goons would watch it, but nope. you didn't. We didn't. Um, I couldn't scary. find it anywhere without buying it, and I can't buy that movie without seeing it first. Yeah, my brother suggested uh, yeah. Rare Exports. Yeah, but uh, I suggested that movie when it came out. It was like one of the most hyped up fucking uh, movies of all times. Is really? Yeah, as far as like a Christmas movie, it's like really fucking hyped up. It doesn't even seem like a horror movie. Though. I never finished watching it because that's around the time I had my mental breakdown, so I didn't get to see it. Oh wow! So that was recently. Okay, like two years ago. Is Rare Exports a recent movie? It's like two years old, maybe three. Really? Yeah, it's a. Is it Swedish? 
Um, I think it's finish. Finish. Fin- Let me get finish it. what? Let me no, I'm it. sure they finished it because it's out. But... <laughs> Hey-o. <laughs> Hunter's dad, everybody. Hey, did you do bop? Let me get a date on it. <laughs> 2010. Wow. Oh, shit. So it's even older than that. Damn, dude. That's all I got to say about that. I every time. I really wish I would have seen uh, Don't Open Till Christmas. I'm going to see it, but I didn't get to see it before this podcast. And And just, you know. Just so we're aware, both those movies are uh, to to do's. They're uh, I'm gonna go ahead and send both of them. Both of them are gonna be to do's. Both of motherfuckers do want me to do's. So <laughs> I'm really glad we did this because I don't celebrate Christmas. <clears throat> oh. Lucky. Yeah, it must so be nice. I don't celebrate Christmas. I don't do anything. My wife goes off with her family. She's allowed to do whatever she wants. You know, I don't push my beliefs on my wife. She can do whatever she wants. But I don't celebrate Christmas. But I do have a tradition. My tradition on Christmas is my anti-Christmas of watching fucking horror movies. So, is there a reason why you don't celebrate Christmas? Religious reasons. Really? Mm-hmm. All right, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my religion is fuck Christmas, bro. Yeah. No, I'm I'm not against Christmas. At, I don't care if you celebrate Christmas. I choose not to. That's very noble of you. Yeah. I don't press my religious beliefs on anyone. Wow. I got a particular disdain for Christmas. I fucking hate Christmas so much. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more of a disgust. It's stuff we've discussed? Disgust. Oh, Di- disgust. Uh, you're talking about indisgust? Band rules. Um, fucking indisgust is sick. If you don't yeah. like indisgust, fucking indisgust is sick. That might be my cousin's band. Is it from, like, the 90s? Uh... In disgust, I think early two thousands, maybe he's that gonna pull out it. the phone. Uh, it's a grindcore band, California. yeah, from California. That would be fucking nuts. Yeah, uh, from San Jose. Yeah, Gomez. No, sure. uh, Who's your Go- cousin? What's your cousin's name? Gomez. Uh, let's see, Ramirez. There's a. I don't know his fucking last. Gomez Ramirez and Gutierrez. Gomez Ramirez Gutierrez. From San Ed- Jose, California. Eddie. No, there's no Eddie. I don't know. But it was early 2000s. Uh, well, you're fucking bad at time, apparently. That was like two years ago, 2010. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it would have to be that time because it would be when I was in my early 20s. So, yeah, early 2000s. Uh, looks like all their shit was like 2007, He's... 2009. Oh, that would be fucking no. dope. No, though. it would have to be the early 2000s. Like, Was it uh, heavy metal? Rock and no, roll? No, it's grindcore. Really? Yeah. Well, there's only one grindcore in disgust, so... From San Jose, so it's probably them. Yeah. We j- so we just found out that uh, Eric's cousin is in the grindcore band in disgust. Oh, it was. They broke up, I think. Oh, yeah, they, they broke up. They broke but... up, yeah. Eric's cousin plays bass. What did play bass in disgust, and I'm, I'm starstruck, kind of. Yeah, I'm fucking... That's pretty fucking dope. I'm totally oh. lying. I don't have any family. Members. I fucking knew uh, it! I don't have any relatives. That's not true at all. You literally have cousins. You literally have people. I have a lot of fucking cousins. Yeah, you're Dang. Mexican. I know you got cousins. Uh, yeah, I think my dad has 12 brothers and sisters. Jesus fucking Christ. My mom, uh, her parents got divorced and then had several children. So she's got 14 half brothers and sisters. Shit. Jesus fucking. Save some for the rest of us. So yeah, I have (laughs) a lot of cousins. Cousins some cousins. Yeah, I only got like, uh, well, I got a few. I only got that one. We don't like him. (laughs) (laughs) fuck dude Uh, well tell him to get some fucking merch give me a shirt tell tell him to shout out he's the first person that I've ever told 
I remember he gifted me a fucking CD, uh, was trying to get me into fucking grindcore. It was called like Big Pig Deformities or some shit Pig like Destroyer. that. Pig Destroyer. Yeah. yeah. That's not a good one. That's not a good people. one, but. And he was just like, I don't know why he fucking just like, was like, here, put this shit on. And I was like, uh, yeah, not for me. I don't think there's a bone in your body that would be a fan of grindcore. That's like diametric. Like you're, you're like a, you're like Elvis. There, you're like, you're, is you're there based. Is base? <laughs> That stand-up bass They're and good. no double bass and then, uh, They're fucking grindcore bands. Um, sometimes they don't even have a bass guitar at all. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes they don't have a bass. I'm out. I'm, <laughs> as in, I'm out. Ain't nobody slapping the bass. I'm out. And um, yes, you're right. My whole fucking music taste originates from... Elvis Presley, baby. Elvis Presley. Um, all right, so we'll move on to my very short segment for once. So I, I don't like very many Christmas movies, but... There is one, besides Black Christmas, which, by the way, if you haven't seen the original Black Christmas, like, you're really missing out. You know what, lately, because of this new Black Christmas that's coming out, there's a lot of people popping up in the fucking groups on, like, Facebook talking about how they never liked the original, how it wasn't good, and it's overrated, and I just want to beat the fuck out of all of those people. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Because I really want to... I really want to talk about where we're, where we're coming from on this. Like, I think this might be a pretty pretty decent discussion for yeah, Black Christmas. Yeah, because there's two more Black Christmases. Yeah, I haven't seen the one from 06. I heard it was yeah. not great, but um, we did see the new one, and I, I, I got opinions. You could read um, Black Christmas on Amazon Prime, like the new one. And so like you can't. Of, I went on there right now. You can't. It was on there. I saw it the other day. It's on there, but it's like uh, it was, it was coming soon. Oh, it was a, coming, it was yeah. a promo thing? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I saw it, and then I was like, what? And as I typed it in, and it was like... And it's like, just like shaking his head, and like, I fucking knew it. Because Elliot's been saying this forever. This is going to be like a thing where shit gets released in theaters, and then immediately on the same day gets released on digital, too. Like, yeah, well, that's what, you know... Elliot's 30, just like, I knew it. I'm a fucking, fucking prodigy, baby. Three from Help bullshit did that. Barely, dude. It was like two or three weeks. But I don't know. People do that. Name ten. People do that. Name ten people. Uh, Name ten people in general. Ted people that exist. I dare you. Aaron. Steven. Last names. Chris. I don't know people's last names. Stephen Chris. That's one man. Stephen Chris. (laughs) That's Chris. That's Stephen Chris. That's one guy. (laughs) That's only one guy, Elliot. You only know one guy. I know like three guys. So anyway, no, it's a go back. It was hard. It was hard for me to find a movie. Um, I'm obviously not going to fucking recommend Black Christmas. Honestly, I would recommend it if you haven't seen it. It is literally the best Christmas horror movie ever made. I don't give a shit. I don't think it's debatable. I don't remember Silent Night, Deadly Night being called Blast Christmas. Blast Christmas. That is Black a Christmas. Dope. We should make a last grind Christmas. <laughs> Blast Christmas. I, know, I won't support Christmas. But I, I was like, thinking last Christmas and Black Christmas. Black, Black Christmas, Christmas is, is, baby. Uh, 1974 is Black <laughs> Christmas is uh, is uh, arguably the uh, first slasher movie. Yes, that's the... Uh, yes. We'll get to that. We'll get to that, baby. Um, so my movie, my film, is a 2016 movie that is called Better Watch Out. Now, this film is uh, pretty good, just right off the bat. Fucking love this movie. He's just going to fucking go for it. I'm just going to fucking go for it. I'm not going to play games with you. I can't pick this movie because it's good. Now, here's the deal. It's a 2016 movie. Uh, It's kind of like Home Alone for horror, except a little different. Better Watch Out is a film where you have this young kid who has a babysitter. The babysitter is the main character, and she is moving. She's moving away to Chicago, 
and she goes to babysit this kid for the last time. And she babysits this kid all the time. Now, she's not telling anybody that she's moving. Uh, she wanted to just slip away quietly. She's got a boyfriend. She's got, uh, you know, an ex. She's got all, all kinds of life shit going on. But she's moving away to uh, go to a university. So she goes to this kid's house to babysit him one last time. Now... This kid, this kid's like madly in love with her, thinks that she's, you know, God's gift to man. The kid also has a friend who is played by the little squirrely kid from The Visit, you know, and uh, he is pretty funny. He's like the comic relief. And it kind of reminds me of the setup of like an 80s movie, to be honest with you. I mean, you got you got the, the nerdy, awkward kid. You got his comic relief friend and you got the babysitter. Pretty standard setup. Um so the parents leave, they go to a work Christmas party, and this kid, Luke, tries to seduce <laughs> his older babysitter uh, with uh, obviously no success. This is just adventures of babysitting so far. Yeah. This so. is, like, I, I, honestly, it reminds me of the babysitter, but, like, the, the, the initial setup anyway. Yeah. But... They came out around the same time, right? They did, they did. But it's a completely different movie. Now... Luke tries to seduce Ashley, no success, and uh, things start going fucking bananas, for lack of a better term, because I'm not going to say hijinks ensue. We do have a better Cover term. Right. Hijinks ensue. When... Cover it. So, you know, a- Ashley, Ashley, the babysitter, is trying to, uh, you know, let Luke down easily, and uh, at that point, they start seeing strange figures outside the house, and... After that, uh, an intruder enters the house <gasps> and then really hijinks fucking ensue. So uh, this movie will fucking infuriate you. <laughs> it does. When I watched it, I it, it gave me that that emotion you described right it will now. Fucking, Infuriation. The movie will piss you off in several ways. Um can you list them? It sounds I, like I want to watch this movie. <clears throat> Dude, like, if you want to fucking feel mad, like, uh, watch this fucking movie. But, like, it's a, I feel like it's a good kind of mad. Like, it evokes this emotion in you. Anyway, like, I would equate it to uh, movies like, uh, you know, The Babysitter, uh, Your Next, uh, kind of funny games a little bit. Like, it, for as far as tone. Maybe the remake. No, the remake is what I mean. So really anything like dark comedies, but also with heavy fucking violence. They don't show a lot of like the kills that happen, but there are more characters in the movie than just the three. And uh, if you like the babysitter, you're probably going to like this film. Uh, If you liked. I fucking love the babysitter. Dude, if you like the babysitter, you'll probably like this film. Now, I will say Satanic Panic. I haven't yet. No. It kind of made me feel. Really? uh, Yeah, I would say Satanic Panic is in the same realm. Okay. Well, I, I would say it's one of the better Christmas movies. And if you like, you know, home invasion thrillers at all, you're probably going to like this movie. And if you like uh, hard fucking uh, twists and turns and like uh, just if you just like being pissed off, watch this movie. Yeah, but I ended up liking life. it because it pissed me off. Uh, so I'd recommend this movie. I'd honestly give it like a 7.5. Uh, you know, pro, like it's 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 a pretty good film. It's a to do. Obviously. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all I'm going to say about that. 
you know what kind of got me thinking about our reviews is uh they suck well, before you got here i was i was here uncomfortably talking to elliot and his girlfriend <laughs> and uh, she made a really good point uh, that reminded me a lot of my relationship with my wife where she's saying, you know, Elliot would describe movies to her and make them sound so fucking good. And then she'll sit down and watch them and be like, what the fuck is this garbage? <laughs> that's classic, and, dude. Like, that's the and deal. I'm just like, that's literally how it is with me and my wife. Or I was telling him, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I've been trying to get my wife to watch Little Monsters. Ah, oh, dude. But it's like the more I tell her that I fucking love the movie because we've been together for 10 years, she's already got it in her head. Like, if Eric really likes this fucking movie, I'm really not going to. So, so that's funny you say that because I, I have a system with Kenzie where if like I won't talk much about a movie and like I'll do things like I'll, I'll make her watch a movie and it'll either be a really bad movie that I know she's not going to like or a really good one. And I'm just like, let's watch this. And I'll just be like stone face. Like, I'll just be like. You can't see my face right now, but it's like inside. You're like, you're <laughs> no, and then I just, I I just I'm like, gonna have to start doing that with her. And then I'll just like look at like when there's parts that I like or I, or that I think that are stupid as fuck. I'll just look at her and I'll just be like, I'll just be like straight face. I'll just be like, so you're just start blinking. Creeper. Yeah, I'm being creepy about it. But then like with little monsters, I just like I was like, hey, uh, watch this movie for me. Because I already watched it. I was like, hey, can you watch this movie? And so she was watching it while I was editing the last episode. And <laughs> so, so she watched it like with me like and and she fucking loved it. But I know that if I was like, if I was like, oh, this is a great movie. This is fucking great. You'll love this movie. And then she'd be like, yeah, it was all right. Yeah. So like last night doing. she was fucking, she was, you know, had a hard day at work and she was just like not in the best of moods. So I was just, she was like, oh, let's watch something. Or this was two nights ago. <laughs> so uh, I'm just like, I have the perfect fucking movie to, you know, lift your spirits. Let's watch Little Monsters. Now. I could definitely see why she would say that with you, though. <laughs> yeah. Because fucking, like, Christmas Evil. She, you're like, babe, let's watch Christmas Evil. Yeah. Wow, I hate you, I, Eric. I see, like, why did you make me watch that? I see where she comes from. Yeah, me too. I see it. I get it. With Elliot too, I could, I could see that. Oh yeah, she just doesn't have time for like indies. So I like watch an indie movie, and then I'll describe it to her, and she's like, "See that? That's way better than me just like trying to like sit through this boring mess." Oh man, I love indie. Yeah, see, my yeah. wife can be kind of difficult to read because I've injected so much crap for her to watch that her that's, taste uh, that's really disgusting i can't believe you would say that on the podcast her, her taste in movies like are she's a little bit more open-minded to stuff nice but like uh how he really likes the witch did you ever see it comes at night i hate yeah. that fucking movie i fucking love that movie it. and it was my wife's idea to watch it one night and i was just like she's so gonna fucking hate this movie and i'm sitting there the whole time like damn i really like this i know she's fucking hating it right now and at the end of the movie she's like you know what? that was pretty fucking good and i'm just like what what usually if kenzie wants to watch a movie uh i'll fucking hate it because it's like those indie films that aren't really horror films they're just like indie thrillers that are like light drama thrillers yeah yeah but anyway We've, we've, we're, we're, we're rambling. We're yeah, rambling we have a here. Podcast we're supposed to be talking about. People like this sometimes. People love it. No, they People like the, the banter. Party too. Eric, you know, banter stuff, and hunters all like ramble. <laughs> no shit. What, what did you call me last uh, last episode? It was fucking <laughs> rambles the clown. Rambles yeah, rambles the fucking clown. <laughs> <laughs> we got fucking uh, catfish rambles the clown, and then uh, Captain Fuck over here. Uh, I, thought, I thought of the. Uh, I, 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 oh, you said the thing? The herd, yeah, I heard it. It was, uh, it was Ewan McGregor and the Etcetera. 
Or, the, no, or is it the nobodies? I can't remember now. Yeah, Ewan McGregor and the nobodies. Ewan McGregor and the nobodies. Hell yeah. That's what I wanted to name it. Yeah, what are you gonna do? But then like later, I was like, uh, uh, I, I think it was. I think it was fine. I think we did what it. What do we end up naming it? It uh, don't newfound glory my horror. Oh yeah. I'm gonna ramble more about them about newfound glory just because it's one of those memories i'll never forget i think i told you we went to go see saves the day don't tell people that i like saves the day dude this is what i say i like saves the day so we went to go see saves the day they yeah, i know opened, elliot does but i like saves the they day. opened for newfound glory because newfound glory was on their like 10th anniversary of the release of whatever Probably their Catalyst. biggest album was uh oh oh god they did 10 year tours back then yeah, fuck. it was like the 10-year anniversary to the release of whatever the fucking CD was. Yeah. So we, you know, obviously much as he saves the day, and then we're just like, fuck it, let's see Newfound Glory then. So Newfound Glory comes out, and you remember back then, there are, you know, super pop punk, you know. They still are. They absolutely still whatever, are. Whatever, you know. Basically, you remember them hopping up and down the yeah! whole time singing, yeah. Woo! Well, now they're in their fucking 30s, and they look like me, and they come out, you know, all fucking old and overweight, and they're just, like, hopping up and down. It's like, the record player, the needle, oh, my record player, the word thin. Yeah. My friend's over you. <laughs> yeah. <Oof. laughs> yeah. Hey, I get it, man. I fucking get it. I'm pushing 30, dude, and... uh yeah, it's starting to decline my uh, fucking uh, energy and body. Um, some fucking cardio, bro. No shit, I have to. I fucking have to. But it does help a lot. You're right. I need to. Yeah, do that. you're Elliot. a great frontman. A lot of people like you as a frontman. You know, I get told that a lot. That you're so, like, as a frontman, like in a band. Oh yeah. Yeah, like people like your enthusiasm. You get great pipe. You hype yourself. Yeah. You hype I the hype crowd. myself. Yeah, you're a hyper. You're a hype guy and a lead singer. I guess so. People like you. Yeah, well, let's cut that out. I don't want people knowing that. I'm a good vocalist. Uh, okay. Which I'm not. Um, and no one said you were good at vocalizing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, you know, I'm not good at vocals. I'm good at, I'm good at piping. You're a fucking You're like the flavor flave. Man. You're the flavor flave of the band. <laughs> Don't tell me you I'm spaz, just... You spaz into the crowd. You're better without a stage, though. I'm way better without a stage. Yeah. Um, all bands better without stages. Uh, all right, Elliot, I think it's your turn. What am I doing? I don't know. Get what your little uh, tiny... Do? Get your teeny tiny piece. I'm fixing right. to talk about the Gremlins. Oh, yeah. Get your scrap of paper out. Get my, my tiny paper out. Um, so Donald Trump got impeached. My fuck. My, no, phone, yeah, my watch yeah, phone. I, I just told me. I don't yeah. think he is. No, he's not. Give a shit. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so my shtick is uh, the movies that are like so old because I'm poor, and <laughs> I got time to go out to the movie theaters to watch your your Black Christmases and whatnot, and your Tyler Perry's. And, That's uh, his name, poor Elliot. Poor Elliot. <laughs> so I do uh, the movies that everybody's already seen so Elliot no one cares surf. about what I say and I also really fucking hate Christmas hell yeah and everything about Christmas and so I hate tings everything about Christmas so I'm uh, I'm talking about uh, fucking uh, 1984's The Gremlins yeah the golden age of horror alright the, gr- the, gr- the Gremlins <laughs> I think The Gremlins is actually another movie. Yeah. And I think The Gremlin is another movie. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure those things exist. Fuck. All right, so... Are talking uh, about them, too? No, yeah, not because I It's made by those companies that, like, rip off fucking Armageddon and Jurassic Park and make their own fucking... Jurassic movie Just to, like, fucking trap you. You're like, The Gremlin? Yeah! No, nope, Sure, totally one of those is, like, a, a full moon production. Yeah. <laughs> but... Worse. God, this company sucks. 
Thanks. Uh, <laughs> I made toast. I'm sick. Um, all right, <laughs> He's so, like, I gotta go to bed. I'm sick. <laughs> I'm sick. I gotta go to bed. I gotta eat dinner later too. I gotta go take a shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things do. Let's um, what's up? Uh, say 1984 Gremlins uh, opened the the summer of 1984 against the Ghostbusters. Oh fuck, so dude! That's a heavy weekend. It, no, it did well. What? So it did well against Ghostbusters. So fucking all right. All right. So uh, the Gremlins 1984. The Gremlins. Uh, short synopsis. Uh, basically. You don't want to continue where you were before? No, I'm doing it now because I'm scatterbrained. It's the only way it's gonna work. Yeah, just well, gonna... you're just going to trail off on the other shit. No, I'm just going to... I got to check the list, though. But, uh... <laughs> Did you say Bubba? <laughs> Let me do my work. <laughs> Let me do my work. Uh, let me check okay. out the list, Bubba. Uh, traveling salesman slash inventor is going around peddling his wares. He gets lost in Chinatown. He illegally attains a mogwai, which is a small, furry, singing, cuteness animal. Also a killer post-rock band. <sighs> Anyways... <laughs> <laughs> Brings it home, gives it to his his adult son that is still living at home, and uh, you know basically hijinks ensue. You know the little cuddly thing. Hijinks it multiplies. There it turns into rules. Gremlins. The rules are broken. The rules. The, rules. Go over the rules. Go over the rules. There's rules. You don't fucking you don't get them wet because they multiply. You don't feed them after midnight because they turn into gremlins and they're evil as fuck. And all these rules are broken because of movies. All, all these two rules. And, you know, and Bright Light. They don't like Bright Light, but oh, that, that's, that, not really that's not really a thing. That's, yeah. And they like to sing. Well, that's a rule, yeah. Oh, you know. One of them does, at least. That was cute. Yeah, he was too cute. That's why they uh, couldn't do it. Anyways, uh, directed by uh, Joe Dante. Uh, you might recall horror fans from The Howling. Oh, yeah, dude. Did the fucking Howling. Hell yeah. So he got this gig from... Uh, Steven Spielberg, who produced on this film, uh, liked uh, The Howling. I don't watch yeah. animal movies. Oh, that's cool. Written by uh, um, Chris Columbus, the writer who went on to direct uh, Home Alone, the highest grossing Christmas film ever made. So The guy that ripped off Dial Code Santa Claus? <laughs> yes. Actually, uh, it was written by, uh, what's his face, John Hughes. So John Hughes ripped him off. I believe it. So pretty I much Chris Columbus, John Hughes were responsible for everything cool in the 80s as far as cinema and well, pop cinema. And uh, so, yeah, and then produced by Steven Spielberg, uh, which in um, that idea originally came up as a se- uh, it's a sequel to E.T. is how the Gremlins got started with. Uh, he wanted to know like he wanted to like if there's a sequel to E.T., it'd be kind of like Alien where like there's an alien. So Aliens. There's just more aliens. So, like, E.T. would be multiple E.T.'s. But... I like that. Yeah. So like, I don't he, like that. That so, makes me like the movie even more. <laughs> that's, that it came about from E.T.? Yeah. It'd just be a, a fuck ton of E.T.'s. And then it's like, so there'd be E.T.'s, but then, like, they wouldn't all be as cuddly as E.T. They'd be kind of, like, prick E.T.'s. And then that kind of, like, you know, was written and snowballed into, like, Gremlins. This whole time I thought you were talking about Critters. My bad. I'm critters. Oh, my God. No longer interested in your yeah, conversation. There's a TV show it's, for critters for people who still want to see fucking critters. Yeah, it's like Tremors and Critters. That's like where your brain goes to like sleep. Uh, Are you talking about Eric personally? I'm talking about Eric personally. Uh, yeah. uh, Gremlins is not critters and it is also not ghoulies. These are other franchises. <laughs> Just to be clear. Just what to about, be clear. What about The Gate? It's not The Gate? It's not The, the gate. gate. I watched that during Halloween. Yeah. Dude, fucking the, yeah, fucking still do. Uh, <laughs> We've stopped him from talking for yeah. like the last 30 minutes. It's cool, dude. It's cool. I don't, I don't got much. Okay. Uh, 
This is that banter we boys are talking he about. He wants to yeah. go to bed so bad. Oh, my God, he wants to go to bed. So if you all can see the dark circles under this overworked man's eyes. Okay, uh, <laughs> so basically that's how... He's going to break uh, down. Um, so, yeah, the idea for Gremlins came from, you know, E.T.'s, and essentially, the you know, the filmmakers consider it as, you know, A Wonderful Life meets The Burbs, which okay. you still haven't seen. I've seen The Burbs. you seen The Burbs? Yeah. You finally saw it? What did you, you think? Sorry. I used to treat garbage trash. And uh, yeah, you're garbage trash. You're garbage trash. <laughs> you sleeping up, bud? What? <laughs> you sleeping up? <laughs> no, I say garbage trash. It's like legit. <laughs> like it's a legit insult in my workplace. You're fucking garbage you're trash. Garbage trash. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and so it was ET, and they spun into Gremlins. It was you know, and uh, Chris Columbus, you know, also uh, Christopher Columbus discovered yeah. America. Discovered America. Also wrote the Goonies. Nice. So like, like the, the, the dude fucking he had a mark in the eighties. Fucking rips. And uh, so they they wrote a treatment of it. Uh, basically, it was Gizmo, and uh, you know the the bad, the evil, the evil gremlin stripe with the mohawk. The yeah, mohawk. Sure. If you guys remember, I don't know how. how fucking uh, the coolest dude ever. Yeah. Well, they were supposed to be one and the same. Gizmo and what? Stripe were supposed to be the same thing. So, like in the course of the movie, Gizmo. You know, would, like evolves would, into he, yeah, he would turn into stripe and then the cause of chaos, and then at the end of the movie, like they try to like change him back and bullshit like that, and then you know that that got scrapped because Gizmo was you know cuddly and kid, you know marketing and stuff yeah, like that, marketing. and so you, know, you can't have a kids are gonna kids gonna get attached to this stuff, and then they money gonna, ruins everything. Yeah, so you could sell Gizmos, you can't sell Gremlins. Although I always wanted a fucking Gremlin toy, oh, yeah. and uh, I have one at home. I'll sell it to you. No, it's cool. <laughs> Furby ripped that shit off hard. I mean, yeah. But uh, what are you going to do? Nothing. So they they were the one and the same, and they, uh, they basically um, they split it up, changed the storyline. That's why in the, the, towards the second act of the movie, like Gizmo's not really involved as much because he wasn't written, and they had to like bring him back at the end. And uh, you know, Chris Columbus's ri- original treatment of the script was very, very violent. Like it was like... Fuck yes. It was... A hard R. Um, there's the the scene where uh, you know after the you know eventually you know they get the fucking mogwai wet and then they eventually eat after midnight and they turn into the titular gremlins and cause hijinks and there was a uh, the scene where they hatch in the mom's home and basically they were supposed to like eat the dog decapitate the mom like people got like brutally fucking killed like the gremlins were like no joke sounds fucking it tough. sounds like an amazing movie yeah, it does <laughs> it's i mean it's still pretty violent the gremlin you know the fact that it's scaled back though is probably better for it in the long run because if they would have fucked up the violent parts like and cheesed it up then they might not have had like staying power no especially for the time yeah when it was released yeah i think they did yeah it was resp- like the, and it's like respected just, still like I, I love that movie yeah I, it's movie. I, I always liked it it's 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 Equally camp as it is fairy tale, as it is Christmas, as it is comedy, as it is horror. I like they went creepy as opposed to extremely violent. Yeah, but I mean, it, violent fucking gremlins still would have been sick. It I would have loved it. We, but we probably would have never fucking worked. seen it. It would have not. It would have gotten no yeah, money. No, no money. Spielberg would not have produced it. But like, the gremlins and Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, which came out the same year, are responsible for the existence of PG thirteen. That's the way they could. Get, that's how they got oh. away with it. Because there was no PG-13 prior, so it's either you guys are a hard R and that's going to just like kill the movie, but there's no way you can make Gremlins a PG movie because then you have like a 30-minute movie called Damn. Mogwai, which means demon in Cantonese. Um, that's cool. That's good to know. It's good to know. So originally, you know, 
Let's see all that stuff, and then... Um, Tell me about the female gremlin. Female gremlin, that's the part, that's part two. We're not talking about part two? Stupid. That part, idiot. <laughs> so basically the gremlins, through the movie, they're, they're, not, they're you know, basically like these like evil, like little like hairless mogwais that are just like tearing up and then eventually evolves into like there's these, there are these like parody of people where they're like, wearing clothes and then just kind of gets like comical and it's just like slapstick. You know, they're, they're watching like... Uh, Snow White and the Seven Doors, and and then like singing along, and they're all like, you know, classic. You know, it's going ape shit. Like if you've seen the movie, like you know, like it's all the progression of just like the uh, how kind of like insane it gets, and uh, I think it's a metaphor for humanity. It, it kind of is. It's like you know, gremlins. You know, they get they get more as they go out into humanity. They 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 start replicating what they see and it starts getting like more crazy. And, you know, it's fun to watch and it's funny, but it's also, you know, kind of like a, a commentary on things. And, and so, yeah. And like, it was, uh, the whole atmosphere of the whole movie is supposed to be slightly kind of like timeless and surreal. Therefore, like these gremlin, like it wasn't, it didn't go from zero to 60 with like, like these insane, like gremlins doing like crazy, like you're basically, you go into a real life cartoon but the the way that the the whole town is set up because it's um it's the set the universal backlot of like Hill Valley from Back to the Future it's the same downtown yeah they just and it's just shot in the summertime and they just dumped all this fake snow on there and like the whole it's it's all like kind of like like they say it's 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 like a, a wonderful life like vibe so that you know you have this kind of slightly fairy tale surreal you know, environment to begin with. So once it turns into like a fucking full blown cartoon where people die, it's not that big of a leap. Yeah. And it's fucking, it's, it's pretty classic. And therefore I think, you know, kind of lives on and you know, the hearts and the minds of the children's and, uh, you're too here for, and the adults dude. Like, I mean, and I think it kind of holds up cause you could show that movie to like kids and they'd still fucking love it. It's kind of timeless. Yeah. You know what? I'm, that gives me an idea for something to show my niece. Yeah, exactly. You were talking about, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, show her gremlins. Is she, she's probably seen gremlins, though. I don't think so. She's 10. Man, fuck her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it, it, <laughs> hey, man, I'm really Whoa, to, that's my fucking niece. I don't want to say the word love, but I'm really liking her. I'm really liking her. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pump the brakes there, guy. Weird. Making it weird. No emotion for family, my mm, friend. No, you got to be. Here. That, that's, that's pretty Christmassy of you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of the cheer. I don't Jesus know. I feel like Christ. I can mold her into a young me. Well, that's just sad. I just got her <laughs> that's, that's tragic. I just fuck. got her into fishing. I got her her first. That's fucking, even worse, yeah, dude. I got no. her her first fucking rod and reel combo and took her fishing. Dude, she's molding her into little me. Horror movies and fishes. Why but, you gotta uh, ruin people? Uh, I don't know. I, don't I have know. a I have a thing. That's <laughs> kind, kind of my thing. Just gonna poison as many people as I can with myself. Oh my god! But uh, yeah, so Gremlins. What makes it, I think, why I like it at least is, is you know that whole aspect of you know they they made like a, an old school kind of like Hollywood Christmas movie, but then they just threw so much of the violent and the creepy in there. To make, because there's there's two very controversial scenes. There's uh, the one with Phoebe Cates talking about how her dad died, 
dressed as a uh, Santa Claus and he came through the chimney, but he got stuck. Oh, and they just thought he left. And then like months later, like the smell and they like pulled her dead father out. <laughs> that was such as, an awkward. <laughs> it's an awkward scene. And, and uh, I completely forgot about that. You didn't yeah. know shit. It, it's 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 a, it's one of the best scenes. They even like uh, they called back to it in the sequel in the part two. She does. Yeah. She has a similar scene, but um, it's in, and she's and she's doing it just like. It's a close up of her, and she's just—it's all matter of fact. Yeah, a matter of fact, like she's just playing it. She's like, it's her best acting in the movie because it's just her, just like going for it, and <laughs> she's just go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's really good, and she's just like deadpan, just like serious. This is like a thing that happened. There's no place for it in the movie. It it kills the flow of the movie, and you're not sure. Like, it's a hilarious story, but it's so fucking dark because this, this girl just watched her father die, and. <laughs> It reminds uh, me of Wayne's World. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember this part where they've got the roadie, the English roadie? Yes. And he's talking about Ozzy wanting M&M, so they break into a... Sweet shop on uh, the yeah, corner. Sweet shop. And then he's like telling the story, and everybody's like all hyped up, and he's like, so the owner and his son come in, so we had to yeah. beat them to death with their <laughs> the own shoes. The shopkeeper and the son wrote a different story altogether. We had to beat them to death with their shoes. <laughs> that was totally like that scene. Yeah. It's like, this, was it a zoom-in scene? Like with fucking uh, Jaws? or uh, No, it was, it was just, I think I think it was just static, but it was, uh, it might have been Zoom, but it, it was just her just talking like amongst the chaos. Like there's like, the whole town is like, people are dying. It's like going up in flames, literally. And they just stopped to have her like t- tell this fucking story. And Joe Dante was like, no, this, it's, it's fucking funny and it's sad and it's creepy. And it's like, that's what sums up the movie. And so like, yeah, it's like sometimes bad shit happens. Yeah. And, but the studio, <laughs> the studio is like, you got to cut it. And like Steven Spielberg was like, you got to get rid of it. Like it's bad for the pacing. No one knows what, how they're supposed to feel when they watch it. And like Joe Dante like went up against Steven Spielberg and was just like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to fucking. How about you guys go fuck yourself? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm not. He's like, I'm not getting rid of it. He's like, it sums up the movie. And like, so Steven Spielberg was like, Hey, if you want it, it's your fucking movie. But like, you know, the studio, like, funeral friend. Even up until like they were like gonna release it, the studio like was ready to cut it out of the film. And and luckily they didn't because it's 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 so fucking perfect. But that was one controversy. The controversy. The other was um, with the like toning down of the violence because the. my favorite scene is, is the kitchen scene with the mom and she you first encounter the gremlins with the mom and like hijinks ensue violently and she was supposed to get decapitated and and like so they toned it down to you know she's in the kitchen making cookies and so she uses like the 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 kitchen elements to fight off you know a, a handful of these gremlins you know and and puts one in the microwave and it explodes and it's all like bloody and, and gross and uh that was even toned down. Uh, there is a scene you could see her when she's she she goes after the first one or not I think second one and like stabs it to death with like this like knife or whatever and it's all off camera, and then turns around and goes to put one in the microwave and and you and if you cut if you if you look and like when you're watching the movie while she's typing in the, the microwave, if you look in the background there's an effect of of uh, a gremlin like. On, like his legs are kicking and he's like pulling the knife out of his chest because there was a, a supposed to be like a close-up of the gremlin like pulling the knife out of his chest like all oh, like graphic and and that had to get toned down because you know this is ultimately gonna like one way or another gonna end up in the hands of children so like you can't have like this like gremlin like pulling a knife out of his chest in agony and just it was a little too heavy but even that got toned down but uh yeah so uh, I think that's it. 
color That's of my legs match the carpet. That's gross. I can't believe you don't have any of the tattoos on your legs. Look how white my fucking legs are. Yeah, you got some patchy legs, boy. I know. The fuck? It's like I tried to be a man, but I didn't. Yeah, look at yeah it's legs. like you, you. Hey, yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> it's like all the front, <laughs> the entire front of your legs have hair. And there's nothing. There's on the nothing back. on the back. That's from rubbing up against the pants because he's got the calves. But motherfucker, the, I, I don't, I don't think that's the case. That is the case. Look, look, that calf has a calf. Yeah, <laughs> my calves are thick. He's double up on a calf. But, uh, so so uh, yeah, Gremlins. It's it's you know literally from the groundwork. You have the guy that directed Home Alone writing this film. You know you got Steven Spielberg who is you know you know makes everything cheery. So yeah, it's got is you know. It, in in it in its in its raw ingredients is you know horror and Christmas because you know Joe Dante coming from uh, um, you know the Howling and and shit like that. He also directed uh, Inner Space, which is one of my favorite '80s movies, and he also directed uh, Small Soldiers, which is basically oh, the fuck. same movie except it is instead the of same Gremlins, movie. same fucking movie. But like you have Joe Dante coming from the Howling. And then you have fucking Home Alone dude writing it. So it's, it's basically like, you know, it's equal parts both. So and like, it's exactly what you get in the fucking movie. And it's, it's as good as you're going to get for a, a Christmas movie. I agree. Fucking hate Christmas, but I love Gremlins. Favorite Gremlin? Anybody got a favorite Gremlin? Not all the Gremlins? I don't know, man. Tiger. I, I like the... Uh, they don't got names like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, like the, I like the Gremlin in the ski mask with the gun that tries to... I bet to, you do. Tries to fuck, yeah. <laughs> I bet that's your shit. <laughs> yeah, they made two toys that I slept on and I'm kind of... I'm sad that I did. Yeah, you'll find them somewhere somewhere. Yeah. Someday. One was like those little like... Those fucking shitty... Who was making those? Was it Remco or something? Somebody was making like... They, they made toy action figures for like everything, but it was just like the basic... It looked like a 70s action figure. Can't remember who's You're doing the only that. one out of us that. Yeah, I'm not yeah. Figures, I'm not so yeah no they made him. I should have bought that about. fucking shit. Yeah, you're a collector. Yeah, I think uh, the other one's probably like a oh, two hundred dollar NECA replica. I collect hearts. You collect hearts. <laughs> <laughs> that explains a lot. Well, all right, Elliot. I mean, anything else? I don't know. I got nothing. Yeah, I don't know. It's fucking gremlins, dude. Like Science, if you haven't seen gremlins, yeah, you stupid as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a fucking nice wrap up right there. Yeah. Oh, but man. I mean, it, it's it's perfect. You're perfect. I know. All right. Well, <laughs> I know. Well, I guess it's main segment time. In disgust S- was the main segment for me. I'm done. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you had to say is in disgust. That's all. Fuck. That'd be sick. Um, sick of spending at San Jose. That's honestly that's fucking dope, man. Um, Which okay. is not hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like how like his his like he's in that band, but then he's like, here, check out this pig destroyer. Well, I mean, but that's the thing. Grind people like Pig Destroyer. We we don't. You and I don't. I like him, but I. Oh, okay. So even you like? Is I don't. Yeah, Destroyer? but I'm not gonna give it to somebody. I swear it was called like Pig Deformities or some nah, shit. Dude, maybe maybe it wasn't. Is it like a San Jose like power violence band? Nah, that sounds like a. No, I know the deformity was in the name of the band. Pig deformity. Googling it. Guys, don't do it. Introduce introduce your your uh, Black right. Christmas. We are going to talk and review about the. 2019 remake of Black Christmas. I say remake very, 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 very loosely. So, Eric, do you want to talk a little bit about the plot? I'm looking at pig deformities. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just found 
fucked up picks. You should touch on the fact that uh, this is a nineteen a remake of a remake of a nineteen seventy four Canadian slasher movie. Why don't you talk about it? I just did. <laughs> this is a remake of a remake of a nineteen seventy four Canadian slasher film, and uh, is arguably the birth of the slasher genre. And John Carpenter's Halloween borrows heavily, heavily, heavily from this fucking film. Yes. And like this movie is like, I can't describe to you like how good this movie is with its dialogue alone. Like what I like about Black Christmas, everybody in the fucking film is like believable, like actual people that you start to care about and then they start dropping like fucking flies. Yeah, you could you could watching this movie you see all the modern tropes like yeah. being originated like the mysterious killer, like the faceless killer, like the the like the the fucking like phone call shit. The phone the phone call shit which is Dude. actually like not even that bad. It's good. It's better than fucking was it the New York Ripper fucking quack and duck bullshit. But uh <laughs> And uh, yeah, and just like you know, Survivor Girl, kind of like uh, like a final girl cl- cliffhanger endings. Yeah, like, it, you know, it gives birth to like all the the you know the staples of the slasher genre and influence so much fucking more. Yeah. I don't like that whole discussion of what was the first slasher. I don't. I don't yeah. like the whole proto slasher um, subgenre that they came up with. Like, I think it just bothers me that Prowler. Is considered a, a proto slasher. It's a fucking slasher. In what way is it a proto slasher? That's like because it came out before the it was main fucking slasher. Whatever. Oh, the explosion! It came yeah. out before the explosion. Yeah. Anything mid eighties, like before mid eighties, is like. I guess is like groundbreaking. Like, but that's just because there was an explosion in the eighties. Like in mid eighties, it was just oh, like that's when they actually coined the term slasher. Is it really? Yeah, I don't know that. Okay. It's, it's, right. it's, it's, and uh, here, here's this. Just, just was like, it like Siskel and Ebert coined that shit, or I don't fucking. I could have swore it was Google like it. A, a, everybody back on their phones. <laughs> For the some, fucking seventh somebody time, somebody oh. was like, "Oh, it's just a stupid slasher movie." Ex- yeah, we like that. I like that accent a lot. This but movie's it, pretty fucking essential. It does, yeah. And, 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 and here's a fun fact: uh, the dude that directed Black Christmas, it's like we're getting a little mini deep. Went dive on to d- direct the Christmas Story. Are you serious? Yeah. He wow. he's he's on both spectrums of the Christmas holiday. Wow. Yeah. That's nuts. Um, well, he did a damn good job. What I really like about this movie too, the the original Black Christmas, is the killer is like crazy, but like he actually is like criminally insane to where you could tell he's like you know actually schizophrenic instead of just like copping out and just saying like oh he's crazy he's crazy like you know it kind of throws the whole like motive like up in the air like yeah you know like which also became like a whole thing of like you know just happening because it's happening well but i feel like this one is is different because like you could pin down what this guy has you know mental disorder you could kind of pin it down and he's like, he brings like a whole like crazy amount of unpredictability that is that I don't think a lot of films have actually like grasped. Like th- this movie wins on two fronts for me, the entire dialogue, the character development, and also the dark, like bleakness of just uh, of the killer. 
Like the killer is so creepy, is so mysterious, and so like fucking powerful. It's the dark bleakness of it. It also it's got elements of comedy throughout as, yeah. dealing, as far as dealing with the sorority, but just like the ending. Well, that's the thing. Like is, the dialogue, like is, is yeah. the break in the tension. Like just the fucking crank calls are hilarious. Yeah, the, the, yeah dude. What did she say? Yeah. Like, why don't you stick your finger in a light socket and see if that gives you a fucking buzz or something, something it was yeah like dude it's good dialogue yeah. like and it's kind of timeless like i don't know i, I feel and like it's, it's also got like the the uh the bait and switch kind of like is it the boyfriend is it like yes. you know and the fact that you don't see the killer's face you know so it's it's up for everything yeah man like that, that point in the it's, middle of the movie honestly it's a solid fucking movie like i don't know man it's it's good shit i don't see how you cannot like that movie if you're a horror film fan i, I think a lot of people like put it lump it into the other you know like christmas horror movie it does shits. get a lot like when i was a kid like silent night deadly night silent night deadly night two black christmas there's i, I couldn't keep up with like what yeah. was different because because everything was so bad like there's not any serious christmas horror movies by the way i just watched silent night deadly night two Uh-oh. for the first time ever I've never seen any of the sequels. Classic. And, um, Modern classic. That is the best, worst, uh, terrible, fantastic way to make a sequel to a movie. It was fucking stupid. Uh, <laughs> it was like 75% is just retelling the first movie with just like random shit thrown in. That, that, that was the 80s. And that's, that's some of the 80s right there. I loved and hated that. And then uh, 2006. Garbage Day. Garbage day. <laughs> uh, but like 2006 remade Black Xmas, you know, to make it all like edgier and like fucking sexed up and all fucking stupid. And it yeah. gave all these elements that were cool in the 1970 version, gave it all like really defined um, like backstories, which kind of like fucking killed a lot of this shit and then it was just a bad movie yeah it was it was kind of like it was it had that like just brute force it was, yeah, it was one violent. of those movies that i brutal. fucking hated at first the more i watch it i've probably seen it like six times the more i like it shit it's a lot for that movie yeah, yeah. but it's kind of it's like that it's got that like the edge of like that you know brutal like kind of like over the topness but then it's, it's just, very over the top. I think it's perfect for the time that it was released is I think what bothers people I, I is think that it, it I, was perfect for that time. And it, it kind of didn't, tr- you know, carry well over time, but now enough time has passed that you could see that it's dated and actually kind of like pick at it and pick at things that you can enjoy from yeah. the movie. It was like yeah. the, and the whole like like how, like things like House of Wax and stuff that just yeah. like came out in that time yeah. period. And like the reason I've up. seen it so much is because people I get random people like I actually really like the remake and I'm just like fuck did we watch the same movie did I fucking miss something that movie was terrible I see that dude that I ask myself that question every time I get on Facebook to, uh, for horror groups yeah. like did we watch the fucking same movie Yeah like it doesn't Apparently function not, as like a, a movie movie like it fails as like just like a linear. <laughs> plot being like spelled out for you it just like fails at that but it yeah. excels at just being like an over-the-top like horror and then like it's it's, it's post 2000 so it's just going to be like you know more brutal more gory you know more effects for sure well moving so on to 2019's black christmas again remake. fucking black uh, christmas again so <sighs> we we said we wouldn't do this movie and yeah, we agreed yeah, not to watch this film. I remember saying I wanted to watch it. I you, don't. I remember you saying you did not. Yeah, want to watch you said because it. it is PG thirteen, and you got and you said you're out, and you threw your hands up. 
You said, I'm your, done, bro. You I rolled your eyes so hard that it broke the wall. Day, and it day. went straight into the back of your balls. Like but your, your the more balls. something looks shitty, the more I want to see I know. That's your see, thing, that's dude. why, and that's what's, what's wrong with you and your wife. Because Whoa, you, attacking your entire family you, in you, one sentence. You have ba- well, like, because you're like, I like this movie, and she won't watch it because no. you're basically like the boy who cried wolf of like, of, like <laughs> movies. You're like, this is a great movie. <laughs> and it's like, this is the worst movie. And you're like, I know, it's so awesome. And she's like, fuck. You ruined it. Don't you Actually, love how terrible it is? You just like, you, you like, you keep feeding her like salty foods and like burn off her <laughs> oh taste buds. No, so, so, so let's go into what this movie's about. All right. I think you and I should is, take turns telling Elliot. Yeah, because okay. it I mean, is not the other two movies. I said it before. I'll say it again. This movie is very loosely based on Black Christmas. Either of them. It should not, in my opinion, should not have been called Black Christmas. It shouldn't have been. It's, it goes exactly with what we talked about on our remakes uh, episode where this which was, was straight, our first episode. Yeah, which wow. was was a straight cash grab. Cash it grab. was just like, hey, you know this movie. This is that movie, but different. But that movie, but different. Like, what does it got in common with the old one? The name. Pretty fuck. And then there's a sorority involved. Well, it was like they just... Just because you put the same ingredients into something doesn't mean you're fucking baking the same fucking thing. Okay? And don't call it a remake just because you're using the same ingredients. You... You tried to make fucking meatloaf and you got meatballs, okay? <laughs> meatballs um, is better. Meatballs is better. Yeah. But, uh, so the things that it has in common, sorority, college, Christmas break. Christmas break. And harassing over the phone. Correct. Hara- well, yeah, just gen- generally just, you know, harassment. And I would just say generally. And killing. And killing. Um, but but, but yeah. that could be a million other fucking movies. That's very, yeah, that could be a million other movies. Um. So what's this movie about? Let's tell Elliot what this movie's about. Okay. I want to know. Not really, but... Uh, so this movie We're tell is you. about a group of sorority girls. <gasps> yes. At a college. What? At a college. And this college has, like, a CD history because his founder was, like, this rich, you know... I don't know how to... Like, like he's a rich, like, social light, but also, like... Into, like, the dark arts. Yeah, well, like, and that's, like, a quote-unquote rumor. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, I mean, basically, he's into the. He, it's rumored he's been to the dark arts or something like that. And then, like, he's a genius. He's, like, he's a scholar. He's a writer. Um, uh, Daniel Hawthorne, which is, I think, like a play on Nathaniel Hawthorne. They're going to Aleister Crowley College. They're going to Crowley College, baby. It's more like Jack Parsons College. <laughs> so basically, like that's that's generally the setup. The film centers around like a, a small group of girls that are in a sorority. Uh, similar to the original Black Christmas. Now, now there's other sororities, and there is uh, a fraternity, and this fraternity is the main fraternity for the place, and they're a continuance of the fraternity started by Hawthorne. Uh, but anyways, they're like the main yeah. Hawthorne. They're, they're like the main fraternity, and that every like, like important person yeah. who goes to. Or every important male that goes to that college is, you know, coming out of... They're like, they're skull and bones, basically. Yeah, they're, it's literally a rip-off skull, uh, skull and bones in that respect. Which, and by the way, all in the trailer. All yeah. in the trailer. Yeah. And there's beef going on because of some fucked up shit that happened uh, that they did to one of the sorority sisters. Uh, so we, don't go, we don't want to glaze over that. It's okay. fairly new. People kind of... Even though, you know, it, it just came out. And failed miserably at the box office. It's but fa- people might yeah. want to go see they it. They started shit, we'll you know. So it was like, 
they did a fucking horrible thing, an extremely horrible thing to one of the girls. Yes. And during a Christmas play, they kind of took their revenge on them by kind of putting it out there what they did. Imagine, well, if you will, for a moment, imagine the Christmas play, the Christmas uh, uh, performance from uh, Mean Girls. <laughs> imagine yeah, exactly. that exact thing, just a, a play on that that actually was, you know, pretty entertaining to watch and I didn't expect it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So anyways, and after that, they start getting these harassing text messages and, you know, people start disappearing. Once shit starts kind of hitting the fan, they're like, oh, this is obviously them. They're mad at us for doing, you know, for airing out, you know, the bad shit that they did. And people start dying. And, you know, you're like, is it the fraternity? Is the fraternity involved? Is it the actual members? Is it, you know, some dark shit going on with the fraternity? And then, you know, it's the girls coming together to try to fight them off. Let's just say hijinks. Might ensue. Hijinks right. might ensue. Hijinks, they might. Dude, I don't know. I was watching the trailer, and as soon as like looked like the fucking skulls. So there's a little bit of mystery in there. They don't release all of it with the trailer. Thank fucking God. Um, but there, there, a lot of it is in the trailer. Now, I will say this, because I guess we're at the point now where we're going to tell what we thought about it. Okay. So, so I'll say this. Um, I did not absolutely hate this movie. Correct. I didn't hate it, and I don't. I didn't think Eric hated it either. I enjoyed so. the movie. Uh, like right before you, you know, you went to go see it because Black Christmas is one of my favorite slasher movies. I had to convince myself into the movie. Forget that this has anything to do with you that knew. movie. You knew exactly what was going to happen. It, yeah, like you knew exactly. So I yeah. knew from the trailer that this was going to be extremely extremely loosely based on that so once i got that through my head that this has nothing to do with it i could actually sit down and try to enjoy this movie for what the movie was i enjoyed it i will say if this movie was a blumhouse into the dark film i would say it would be one of the best blumhouse into the dark films that i've ever that i've seen you know the feeling that i got from this movie was that if this movie was made in the late 90s back during the scream era and uh, i know what you did last summer this would have perfectly fit in there with a completely different title it would have totally fit in there it had that wes craven-esque kind of eeriness slash kind of comedy involved i like that that's that's true and i i hate i really fucking hate to say it but i see exactly why it was titled black christmas because if they were to call this movie like anything else just from the trailers i in in this day and age right now i don't believe that people would watch it like I don't, like, I feel like the people would think it's just another dumb Blumhouse movie and not I go see it. I think that's what they felt, but I honestly think it bit them in the ass. I don't agree with it, but I def- I, I see what they were doing. It's disingenuous. Uh, I don't, I don't like it, but I, I can see where they would think. I don't know. This is movie has nothing to do at all with Black Christmas, but yeah, here we are. We're you know we watched it because we wanted to see a train wreck. We actually, it's not that bad of a movie. It's not. I, I think you can agree with me. It's not a great movie. It's not a great movie, but it's a movie that it kind of made me think that the level of enjoyment 
that it gave me. Did you ever watch that Wes Craven movie, um, My Soul to Take? No. Elliot? Nope. I don't care if it was Craven. That was another... Oh, that's right. You're th- old, yeah. That was another late 90s, maybe early 2000s, Wes Craven teen screen movie uh, that was kind of like loosely based on Shocker almost. <laughs> this gave me that same level. And that's kind of what made me think that this would have been a better movie had it come out back then. But overall, it was a decent movie. It wasn't... It's got like a three on IMDb. It's not a three. I don't three. get that. Yeah, like I don't, I don't understand because really the writing on this fit well... Well, it's still early, though, so... No, it's not. No, it, it's, no it's done, dude. No, it's like, done, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a flop. It'll take thousands of people to get that thing up. Well, no, I, I hate it on principles. So this IMDb weird. scale, it's like 5-6. I was going to say, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's a 30% for audiences, like a 4.5 or 46% or some shit for uh, critics, um, which I feel like is more accurate, but honestly, I think it's better than that. I do. I, I think it's... Uh, it's a general audience type movie, not a hardcore horror I, I fans say, only movie. I will say this. There are some people that will fucking despise this movie on principle of some of the... Because th- this movie, we're, we're trying to be you know vague to leave you some surprise on it, but the, the, the best parts of this movie are not the horror aspects. I, I feel like the best parts of this movie are the dialogue, the character development, which was in Black Christmas, which is one of the themes that they share in common. Because each of these girls has a personality this it feels like this film was more written about their experiences and what they went through and it's it's incredibly feminist i I was a little torn with the main with the main actresses or the the main characters because i like the fact that a lot of them were people that you might know thank you that they're care like yes yes they're people you might know but they're people you might know and not like that's true and that's on every side like like you're gonna have opinions you're absolutely gonna have opinions about these people whoever developed these characters is is a great writer like honestly everybody in this movie is somebody that you know what what i like about it is that it's incredibly feminist but in a way that there's so many different there's a spectrum of feminism and this movie had all spectrums of it it had also all the spectrums of like uh, allies and supporters of feminism as, as a man. And there's, pe- I, I like the, the setup or the, the characters they chose to play the guys in the fraternity as well. Yeah. Because this is an elite rich people fraternity. Yes. And that's exactly who you got. Like these douchebag yuppie. I'm so fucking rich and powerful. You can't touch me. Yes. Characters. Fuck and, yeah. And we know those people. Yeah. We've been around those people. Well, and I like the cop or the security guard the because sec- he's, he's like somebody he's a person he's yeah. He's that a I've person. Met. Like, and, and like when, when, when she's trying to like, I don't want to give away too much, but when this girl is trying to explain it, which I forgot does happen in the black Christmas, the original, yeah. they go to the police and then the police are just like, what the fuck? We don't care. Or like she probably just went home. Yeah. You know, the main character is going to the police and she's trying to explain, hey, my friend's missing. And the guy's just like, yeah, well, you're saying that she was murdered. And she's like, I'm not saying that she was murdered. I'm saying that she's missing. And he's like, okay, well, what are you saying? Yeah. And like, I mean, bro, just like, like that, that is the, like, uh, the fucking female experience right there. Like sometimes, man. Right. And that's, that's kind of the reaction like you, feel you would it get from a police like, oh, officer shit. or like, you know, a school police officer. So you're telling me your friend 
after a fucking party didn't show up. And now you think somebody killed her. Yeah, she's fucking drunk somewhere. She's with some guy right now. She's out doing something, obviously. Let's give it some fucking time before you jump to conclusions. Yeah. And that's more than likely the explanation you would get when you try to report somebody missing like that. Well, yeah, like, and honestly, and and also it's like, I don't know, man, like, I'm not going to go too much into it because I I really, here's the thing, I wouldn't say go watch this movie in theaters. I'm going to be honest. I don't think that you should. I think you can wait for it to come out. But if you watch it at home, you may actually enjoy it. There's things to like about this film. The characters is probably the best part. Uh, Like, I like the characters. Uh, I'd say that they've done better developing these characters than any other, like, Blumhouse movie you know they should have just called it dark holiday they, they should have just called it like dark holiday or, or you know sh- no yeah. like honestly yeah. yeah or like something like that like honestly this movie is very similar as you can probably imagine to pledge that movie pledge which by the way was pretty good check that out yeah i guess so it's like the same fucking the movie yeah all right it's different but i, I honestly <laughs> Like, the, but yes, I, it, it this it's similar. It's similar enough. Like it's similar. I'm not gonna go too much into it. I really like the cinematography though. Like there was like I like how they kept all the shots close to the face, and like there was one scene, and this is not spoiling anything. This is like first five minutes of the film. There's a girl who gets stabbed with an icicle. This is literally crazy. He stabs her with an icicle, drags her through the snow. And she makes like a snow angel yes. and then it drags like, and, it, and, the, and the angel like comes to a point. Dude, that shot, I was, when I first saw that, I was like, fuck, is this movie going to be good? Yeah. God damn it. That was it. the best shot though. That that was the best That was the best the shot. Movie. I think but that's that, awesome. Exactly. Trailer, no, it's not. No, not this shot, dude. This, this is beautiful. Like, I, I was like, I, I was like stunned. I was like, no, there's no way. And like, it, even if you see it, you'll see what I mean. Like, uh, but there, there are shots like that in this film. Like they should have been playing Elliot Smith's Angel in the Snow oh, while that shit, happened. Dude. That would make the movie, honestly. <laughs> that would make the fuck Anyway, so I know we're like talking very vaguely. It's it's because there's a lot to unpack in this movie. Um I would say give it a shot, but I, I really wouldn't say spend your money and watch it in theaters. What would you rate this movie, Eric? I'd have to give it a five. Middle of the road. So I actually would give it a five as well. What? Yeah. Twinkies. I know. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty rare that we rate something the exact same. Now, the reason I give it a five is because on a horror front, the horror was absolute dog shit. Yeah. Like not even, they didn't even try. Like they, they really did not try. Yeah. And that was apparent. They they, they concentrated more on the characters. One of those movies that. But I can't hate it. They could have I made it. up. You know, the lack of the story and the lack of everything, really, uh, <laughs> with gore. Yes. This was a movie that really fucking needed gore to take it to the next level. And see 2006's Black Christmas. Uh, if they combined the elements of that with this, it would have been a seven or an eight. Like that incident. I'm not even joking. Where he kills her with the ice, icicle. That's what, ah, yeah. He, that was a great scene. That if they added a little more gore to it or a little bit more violence, it would have been even much better. Dude. Because you see him break off the fucking icicle, you see his fucking hand up, and then you see it in his ch- in her chest. You don't really see him, you know, if him just, like, being brutal about it, 
it would have made it a more impactful. If yeah. the kills would have been more brutal, you would this movie would have gotten a much higher rating. Dude, First of all, everybody knows that icicles are a bloodless killing instrument, so they're not gonna have a lot of blood because everybody knows that. Second of which, isn't like the the killer dude like Eric's face? I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> stab somebody with an icicle? Oh. I'm, not, I'm not at all being serious. And then uh, I stabbed myself with one, and there was lots of blood. Well, yeah, because it's a fucking puncture. Anyways, um, <laughs> bloodless. Oh, you were being facetious. Yes. He's being facetious. Uh, <laughs> second of which, like, look at the, uh, so, the, like, the slasher killer dude or whatever yeah. is all, like, behooded and what have you. Sure. Like, this dude's, this dude is too posh to, like, be getting brutal. That's, like, that's, I, uh, that's kind of the deal. I could tell that from the fucking that's trailer the where deal. they had, like, the way he was dressed. He's. Now, they, they did, like, a or the, made or for, but that's supposed to be what? the whole point of, you know, situations like that when you get these, like, posh, uh, elite pricks who you know are all pomp and prissy and you get them into this you know situations where they unleash this animal side of them that's where they should have went with that like the, yeah the, and that was you know yeah. not to give too much away but that was part of the storyline yes that it you know their animalistic side was coming out yes and like that, that's, they this didn't is like the, let it out that's what i'm saying yeah like like and they cheesed it up at, at they, they really they I can't. I cannot express to you enough how disappointed I am that this movie isn't better because it had such. After watching it, it had such potential. Classic Bloomhouse, dude. Like, Bloomhouse. They blew their fucking budget on the the writing, but then the writing for the horror side didn't make it there. So you what you like about this movie is character development and camera work. I like everything yeah, about this movie except for the movie. horror. Great. So you just want you just wanted to see like a, a fucking college movie. Apparently so. Like I, but I, it's one of those things where you won't get it until you watch it. You're like, wow, I can't. I, I like I've never. Re- I, I haven't related it to was characters the horror that Van much. Wilder, dude. It was pretty much the horror Van Wilder. Well, like I don't know. I, I don't want to fucking drag on with this shit, but it, it's just it could have been with minimal fucking effort. A much better movie that didn't tank. If they would have put more into it, it could have been. It, they but here we are. The violence. Well, yeah. PG thirteen. They wanted PG thirteen. Yeah. No, honestly, I, I had heard that they, this movie was a full cut. You know, full. Uh, you know, non PG thirteen movie, and then it did so bad with the testing that they cut it down to the PG thirteen model. And it did, which so would make great. sense. Which would make sense because this movie seems like it should have been a rated R movie. Like it, it would have excelled. Any at horror it. movie should be a rated R movie. You're right. Like, but 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 at the same time, like, is this our next title? Is don't PG my horror? Don't PG, <laughs> don't PG thirteen my horror. Like, Gremlins was they made PG thirteen for Gremlins, and no one's gonna sit there and, and call a Gremlins a horror movie as arguable, and b no one's gonna say like that's a gory fucking movie. Yeah, there's no there's no human blood in it other than when fucking Billy's bleeding on the top of his head. Yeah, like. That's what PG thirty. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, you know, made the PG. That's you know, that's not a horror movie. That didn't fucking. That's a horror movie. Upset kids. Nobody wants to see a fucking horror movie about killing, where it's killing. not brutal. It's it's not brutal. Delicately killing people. Well, they did the cutaway bullshit a lot. Where, where they, they did would... that too much. This too is, much. It too just much. sounds like a fucking it's... misstep. Yeah, they 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 they. they, they 
excelled at developing the characters. They excelled at everything but the setup of horror. They don't have horror. They don't know how to do horror. No, like, and that's the thing. Like, they did the horror, but then they just cut away from all of it. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't, I don't know. So this movie, I would definitely recommend checking it out. Maybe next Christmas when you're looking for a horror movie. This is, uh, this is one of the more uh, better serious ones, but I would still give it a five. Uh, it's going to be for fans of college fucking movies. Uh, if you're a fan of pledge, you might like it. This isn't a run and see movie, but it is a C movie. Yeah. This, this is, if you see it in passing, uh, on cable or whatever, it's it's not a to do. It's not a taint. It's a, it's a to taint. Yeah. Go watch the 1974 black Christmas and just like bear through the turtlenecks and I'll, you'll, that's, yeah. It's a better movie. Well, I will say, and then, like, uh, watch the Black Xmas remake uh, when you're cleaning your house and not really paying attention to it. And I, I, yeah, I want it's no shit. I, I do want to emphasize again: this movie did not hate it. I, 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 it's not a terrible movie. It's just an okay movie. I think it's a better of the Blumhouse movies that have come out. Recently. It is definitely the better of the of some of the Blumhouse movies that I've seen. Also, if you're a fan of Happy Death Day, because it has the same feeling to me, I guess, as Happy Death Day, because those characters, you, they develop really well. Um, but it, Happy Death Day is a much better film. Much, much, much better film. Have uh, you watched the sequel? I'm scared, too. I watched it. It's it's all right. Like, it, it, it's the same tone, but they go sci-fi. They go sci-fi. Shit. I don't like sci-fi in my horror. Don't sci-fi my horror. But he loves fucking Event Horizon. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. Event Horizon's the shit because it got satanic shit in space. If there's satanic shit in space, count me in. That's sci-fi horror. No, it's not. It literally is. Name Ooh. some other films like that and maybe I'll like it. Maybe I do like sci-fi horror. You do like sci-fi horror. <laughs> I like that one movie. Okay. What about The Sphere? Uh, yeah. Is like Predator a fucking sci-fi slasher? Yes. It's a sci-fi action. Yes. But it's a slasher. Yes. Eh. Yes. Eh. Yes. Let's go into part two. Mm. Main topic. Part two. Mm. Part two, baby. What's part two? Top five movies <sighs> of the year. Fuck, there was only like three movies that came out this yeah, year. Let me Google it. So we're all really excited, as you can probably tell. And Eric's going to die on the hill of no horror movies came out this year, I guess. No. No? no, no horror movies came out. Oh, no, you fucker! So I'm gonna. No, I, I might be the only one that's gonna take this seriously. Take so, it seriously, dude. So that ends our Christmas segment. Here's the Happy New Year segment. We love you. We're gonna give you a Happy New Year, a little little, little recap, babies. Oh, it's not looking good. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna go first. So my top five movies this year. I'm gonna go about it in reverse order, baby. So, number five. I'm actually going to give that to Bliss. All right. You make me want to watch that movie. I really like it. You may not, but I really liked it. It made Vampires Brutal again, like 30 Days of Night style. It was trippy, psychedelic. Soundtrack was dope. Fucking love it. Um, I really liked it. And I will remember a lot from it. Number four, It Chapter 2. Okay. I'm going to give it to It Chapter 2. I'm not mad about it. Okay. Movie's not as good as it should have been. Yeah, like over time, it's definitely still top five because there are moments that I will remember from this year more than others. But it waned. Like I was really stoked about it after I saw it. Now I'm like, all right, yeah, it was all right. It was, it was, it was good, but it was all right. Number three, Midsummer. I'm probably not going to watch it again, 
but damned if it didn't uh, unnerve me and and uh, if I didn't love the shit out of it, man. My boss at work finally watched it. Yeah, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, he, he fucking loved it. He's like, he's like, slow fucking burn. It was fucking awesome. What movie? Yeah. Midsummer. Midsummer. Yeah. You still haven't seen that, right? I still haven't seen it. Okay. I'm sure it would be on my list if I had seen it, but... Uh, we, don't, we don't know. He loved it. He's ready to watch it again. I told him I'd never watch it again, but Ricky, he Ricky, love that shit. Ricky watched it, like... He's like, I'm ready to watch it again right after he watched it. I'm like, how are you going to do that? Because there's, like, so much to, like, see in there, but I don't... No, I know. Like, and that's the thing. Like, you get immersed, man. Like, that's that's dope. Ari Oster's the shit, dude. But, yeah, that's my number three, Midsummer. Number two, Doctor Sleep. What? Doctor Sleep. I love that movie. Yeah, that movie can suck, but I don't care. Um, it, that's gonna, one of those I'm movies. Probably never gonna watch it. That's fine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't care. It's still that movie. Like changed, you know, changed your life. You're a whole different person. Almost. No, that movie brought like a, a softer side to horror that like we don't need. That that I don't know, man. Like I, <clears throat> I just went away from that movie. Like really, like. It's called a thriller. Really liking it. No, it wasn't. It was a horror. It had horror. It was a horror. I think y'all can probably guess what my number one is. Mm. It's probably the same as I have. We'll see. Okay. My number one movie for this year is Us. Oh, you really like that one, huh? I really liked Us. And the reason I liked Us was because... It is probably one of the most unnerving movies that I've seen, like, in years. More than Midsummer. Uh, yes. Us is the most problematic mainstream horror movie that did well that came out in 2019. What's problematic about it? What's problematic? Plot holes? I'm going to go... The movie should be called Plot Holes. I yeah, fuck it. Fucking eat ass. I'm not going to give you a, a one, two, three, four, five. I'm just going to name out five in a random order because I'm not going to put them in a list. But because you're don't try to confine that, Eric, don't confine him. Yeah. Anyway, but because you're gonna talk about that, watch us. Us is on my list. Us is on one of the top five. Absolutely. Because it's problematic in a good way. It's it's what you like. It's not perfect, but it still has that creepy, like serious horror. But if you if you listen to our Us episode, which you did it, which you did, I really love that. At the end of that movie, I was like. Fuck this movie. This movie fucking sucked. Fuck it. I wasted my night. The next day, I'm going to work thinking about it, going, well, what about this? And what did that mean? And what's going on with... Why did they... Absolutely. And I was like that for days. I'm still like that. And uh, and that the fact that that movie made that impact on me and changed my mind from going, you know what? I didn't fucking hate this movie. I actually liked that. It made me think about this stuff. Even though it had, you know, it's, you know, cultural stuff in it and commentary and all that. But it made me think, did it mean this or did it mean that or did it mean this or did it mean that? That I liked. Absolutely. So that was going to be probably one of the most impactful movies for me of, of this year. And that movie legit gave me, like, nightmares. Like. I wouldn't go that far. I did. I, I'm going that far. Like, that, like that, that movie's to. creepy as fuck. I'm not going to. Okay. Okay. Well, you don't have to. Oh, fucking. Okay. Trying to put me in a box, bro. <laughs> don't fu- hey, don't, fuck, don't fucking put him in a box, dude. Don't confine him, motherfucker. Okay, He's right. free. That's He's free one. Balling. That's one. Free balling. <sighs> free. What I'm going to call my little piece is my 2019 to do's. Tractably cut that <laughs> yeah. back. Um, my 2019 to do's. To do, go watch these some bitches. <laughs> 
All right. Here's another one that you did not expect me to to, to put in my top. <laughs> I, I we'll see. Ready or not? Oh, that's your top five. That's in my top five, dude. Okay. That's hey, in I, my I, fucking I, top five. I respect it. I really that do. That was such a good fucking surprise. It was such a good surprise. It was such a good surprise going in and expecting shit. And I got good shit. It's really rare that we go see a movie in theaters that we don't want to see. Like, I didn't want to see Ready or Not, and I fucking loved it. it I didn't want good. to either, and I think we all had the discussions where our significant other wanted to watch it. Yeah. Which is why we watched it. And, like, for me, I was like, I don't want to fucking watch that shit. And my wife was like, yeah, we're watching that. That it was fun cool. as fuck, dude. I still and haven't seen it. It, it. it probably would be in my top five if I would have saw it. I'm very curious to see your top five. I don't have a top five. I knew it. And... Probably, I, I mean, I don't want to say it because just, it could be because it's so recent, but Little Monsters, fuck, that movie's good. That, I, honestly, I liked, I, I want to say I liked Little Monsters a little bit more than Ready or Not. Okay. Like, like, but, but I, but they're, mm, I, I will say actually I did like Little Monsters more than I liked Ready or Not. Um, they're all in the same like type of vein, but I agree with you. Like, I, I respect all of these because, honestly, I enjoy the shit out of those movies, dude. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I had a tie for a lot of these movies. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't. Like, that one's an honorable mention for me. Little Monsters, uh, for sure. Uh, Ready or Not, that's an honorable mention. Uh, you know, the only other honorable mentions I will have is the Laplacis Demon, which okay. nobody saw, which is really good, and I think y'all should watch it. I might talk about it here in a next episode. But Little Plastic Demon is a game changer. It's a throwback to old horror. And what else you got? Is it big? It's well, number one. It's it's definitely a movie that you didn't like. Nice. I want it. And I don't give a fuck if you don't classify it as horror, but Crawl. I fucking loved Crawl, and it was one of my favorite movies to watch this year. Okay, that was an opinion. Yeah, and it was a fucking good one, too. Okay. So how many is that? <laughs> Who knows? That, was, only that one. was like three, dude. And then that one crawls. You have one more. Fuck it. I'm going to throw two more in there. Because fuck you. Because I'll say these movies are a tie for movies that I enjoyed. Man. The Furies. Really? I fucking enjoyed The Furies. Yeah. That had the best fucking axe killing scene. The, in a long fucking time. I could th- yeah, the Furies was Eric. I was watching the Furies being like, this is Eric's jam. Yeah. It like I fucking enjoyed it. Okay. And and one that came close to, because it was another surprise that I, I'm just gonna throw in there with an honorable mention. Let's do it, baby. We talked about it. The pledge. I like the pledge. Yeah, yeah, dude. The pledge, I, I agree with that. Pledge was honestly an honorable mention. I hate that we never talked about it like that. Like, we talked about it vaguely. Because I was the only one that had seen it. And then I yeah. watched it after the fact, yeah. and I'm like, fuck, this is a good movie. Yeah. The, so the, those, those will be what I'm going to round off. As... I'm saying the pledge is a better Black Christmas. Well, okay. in some ways. Not, okay. not every way, but. So is that it, Eric? That's it, man. That's it. All right. I mean, I could say that this year was not the best for horror for me. Fucking a. I would agree with it that. Did, it did well enough. I, I, did well like enough. there were some there were some goodies here, but I feel like I'm really honestly I don't know about y'all, but I'm curious to see what 2020 is actually going to be like for horror. Uh, this year was fairly interesting. My favorite part about Black Christmas was the previews, <laughs> because there was about four or five different previews for upcoming movies this year, and when I saw those, I was like, you know what, 2020 is going to be a decent year. Because if this is what you're going to throw at me at the beginning of the year, 
then that gives me hope for the rest of the year. So I'm I'm thinking 2020 is going to. And you got to think about the indie releases that are coming out too. It kind of ran the gamut of like, you know, everything that kind of we missed in 2019. Really, but there was it seemed like there was a lot of stuff that you know went from the goofy to the really serious. Uh, There was one uh, trailer. I want to say it was called like the assistant and she's like in the corporate world and she's uh um an assistant obviously <laughs> but, uh, or assistant or intern or something the and yeah uh, from what you get from the trailer is she kind of has to cover for her boss who's having an affair oh. like he's got some girl in his office and his wife's like calling and oh, no. where's my husband and blah blah and she's like covering for him but she doesn't cover like in a good way and it kind of seems like she gets him caught or something. So they, like, fucking turn her world upside down for it. And that shit was giving me fucking anxiety, dude, just watching the trailer. Because you're like, she's so fucked because she has to, you know, she's, like, kind of stuck in this job with someone who has, you know, all kinds of pull to fuck her life up. So Wow, dude. Yeah. Like, I, I, Watch that I trailer. fucking missed the shit out of that. Yeah, that one, that one's the one that stuck with me. Because just because it was, like, giving me fucking anxiety, not, like bad anxiety like scary anxiety but just kind of like made me feel like i was in her position and just fucking frustrated it just like gave me like instant frustration elliot i'm sure you get that right yeah yeah i, I think half your life is that instant frustration right yeah uh, yeah and I mean, it's kind of a little bit more like uh more of a cerebral thriller yeah, that's what it, it reminds like the way you describe it. It kind of reminds me of Unseen or something like that. Unseen. Unseen. Yeah. Yeah. Unseen. <laughs> it's it's, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like it's kind of shot that way, too. Oh, really? In the same kind of format that that was. I liked that movie a lot. If, if you haven't seen like Unseen, it's like probably one of my favorite recent thrillers in the last. I few. never looked into it, but it looks like it appears to be uh, not a ripoff, but a remake of an Asian Really? Unsta- movie. Yeah, Unsta- because on Amazon, it popped up like on, you know, we recommend this movie, and it's called Insane. I want to say it's Korean, but it's called, I think it's called Insane, and like the, the synopsis is literally the exact same fucking thing as Unsane, so I'm guessing that's the movie they got that from, so I kind of want to watch that now. For sure. Yeah, but that movie was probably my favorite movie of 2018. It was too, for me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fuck that movie was great. Yeah, fuck that movie. It was great. And I know we're going to have to see the fucking Grudge movie coming out. Now, I am hopeful for it, but we'll So see. am I. I'm hopeful. I am not. All right, Mr. Poopy Pants. Pessimistic. Poopy. Poor Elliot. Well, poor Elliot over <laughs> I here. Really, yeah, I don't really have it. Uh, well, because I didn't, I didn't get to see a lot of movies that, like... I know. I know that about you. All, all, the, all the movies that I had to see for the podcast were all really terrible. Yeah, I know. Because you uh, chose not to see the good ones. I couldn't. I mean, I but like I, I'm sure. Like I didn't get to see like, because I'm I'm sure the best out of the, the four like you the, saw this year. <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm sure the top five would consist of like fucking indie movies. Like because I didn't get to see Wounds or Rabbit or Brave. I saw or Wounds. Come to Daddy or any those. of that shit. Like I didn't get to see any of that shit. So I'm what sure. What did you think of Wounds? Really quick. I. It had. Oh God. The ending was like why, but uh, like yeah. wounds, okay. before <laughs> Wounds hit the ending, it was going to be in my top five. Oh. I'm gonna be honest. Before wounds, yeah, wounds would not have been in your top five. No, no, wounds no. would not have. Well, been Well, there's top like five. all these movies that like I wanted to see, and then so, but I, we, you know, I watched La Llorona and shit. That's a cultural nod for me. La Before Yor- we leave <laughs> wounds, if you're looking for just like crazy shit, like 
throwback to the ring, like that type of shit. Give it a watch, but it, the movie's gonna piss you the fuck off. Like you're not, you're gonna be like, man, fuck you. Yeah, that's literally what I said at the end of that movie. I, I literally was just like, I don't even want to talk about this movie. Well, like, I'm not gonna have a top five. I, like, I would, <laughs> I would say that Ready or Not would be in there if I saw, it, but I still haven't seen it. But I think it looks good enough to be up in there. Uh, I don't want to. I would not put us. Even the, like us, that's I, ridiculous. I don't, dude. Agree. No, I enjoyed no. the second act because no. that was like the only mm-hmm. like because it was like the the pure horror that I wanted to see. Sorry, but the the third act is just so like the suspension of disbelief. God, dude. it just bugs me. It's so fucking broken. I like, can't even believe you. Like that's ridiculous. But like, yeah, okay. So what is like running? Jordan Peele? Like just dropped the ball so hard. What? Oh my god. Yeah, dude. I was disappointed. But um, yeah, we 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 disagree on things. But, yeah, uh, this is, I, don't, this I is, can't get over. The the loosest wow. ends. So but what is on your top two? I, I can go like top one. I'd say Midsummer. Right. Only only like like I didn't see a lot of horror good horror movies this year. Midsummer I would say affected me the, the most out of all the movies oh, that yeah. I've seen in the last few years. Uh, it it was great cinematography, great writing, very uncomfortable. Not really all that up and up a horror movie, but it fucking it, it you know it made me have a panic attack in a parking lot. So it, it is it's horror. Like I don't care. I, I don't fucking care. It's horror. Yeah. Well, it's it. I'd say that's like I've I've thought about it and it is fucking horror. Well, out of, out of the garbage that I saw this year, I'd say that's it's probably like the best because it's you know even if you take out the horror elements, like it's a well made movie. It's yeah. It's a it's like it's a really tight packed movie. Like you want to live like in that world. Yeah. Like, it made me yeah, but like. As far as horror, like it, it personally, like got to like, yeah, personally, like, like I was like, I was just like, okay, like, you know, like just, you know, come right in, come right in. And that one affects me the most. So like, I just say Midsummer number one, everybody, you know, I'm sure there's the better movies that I didn't get to see. Yeah, there there were, there were, you should have really seen some of those indie ones. I think you really would like Braid. I'll never know. I know. Hey, we should do. We should do like a, like a, like a to be continued. Never gonna watch it. Where Elliot watches like all the movies that he didn't get to watch yeah. last year, and then like tell us what he thought. It'd be like, oh, it's so sick. And he goes like, yeah. Braid is one know. of those movies that I, I always love... I always want to watch it, and I'm like, eh, I'm probably what? gonna like this. Well, it's, I feel it's... the same way about Personal Shopper. But don't watch Personal Shopper. No, do not fucking watch okay. Personal Shopper. Every time I've come, I I, I fucking I pause for a I did second. The same like, thing. Uh... no, do not watch it. Actually, you know what? You need to watch it. It has the same problem to me that We Have Always Lived in the Castle has, where it's like pretentious and then nothing happens. It sounds like a to-do for old catfish. <laughs> Elliot, I'll let you off with just Midsummer, and But in, on the condition that you have to watch all the movies that you didn't watch this year and then periodically chime in with a segment about what it. What if they post on fucking... They're all on Amazon. Braid's on Amazon right now. Well, see, no one tells me these things. Motherfucker, you went through and dug through and found the scary stories to tell in the dark documentary, and you're telling me you didn't see Braid on there? My brother called me and told me it was... Like, under. what other stuff do you want to see? I don't know. Wait, Come to Daddy. The uh, fuck is Come to Daddy? Is it that Elijah Wood shit? Something like that? Yeah, Come to Daddy, Elijah Wood's hilarious I mean, bloody father and son comedy. I've never even mm. heard of that. Okay, that sounds like know. that's up uh, Catfish's alley as well. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds terrible. That sounds disturbing i guess i mean did you want to say anything else like do you have anything you want to show who we're in or um, i mean like you just want the one i guess i don't know what was that fucking witch show 
that I like so much. What was that Marianne, called? Marianne, dude. Fuck Marianne. Up. Put that. That's an honorable mention. I was, I was gonna say that's an honorable mention. Not a, shit. not a fucking, not a fucking movie, but that was, that was high up there in the yeah. shit that I watched. If you haven't watched Marianne and you've listened to this podcast, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast. Listen to Marianne. You mean watch it? Yeah. Listen yeah. to Marianne. Watch it. Whatever. Listen. But yeah, Marianne. That'd be up there. That's good. Honestly, if Marianne was a movie, it'd, it'd be fucking number one. Yeah. No, nah, not really. But mm-hmm. number two, probably. What was your number one again? My number one was us, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. My <laughs> number one, the only one that I'm going to say is number one is Little Monsters. It's number one in my heart. <laughs> fuck, that shit touched that me. That shit fucking All the good, right places. I can't believe I liked a movie about kids. That's so stupid. Like, fuck, <laughs> Hates dude. children. Fucking hate kids. Um, I guess let's wrap it. I don't know. Made it a year. You're made of the year? We made it a year. I can't believe we made it a year. Made yeah, it a year. good job, guys. Like, literally, job, it's been plus. about a year since we released our yeah. first episode. Maybe February? Yeah. If you get this done by the end of the month, that's 11, oh, I'll, I'll get it 11 episodes this year, I think. Should have done 12. What are you going to do? Uh, I thought uh, we were going to have even yeah, 10. You know what? I think we're starting to come into our own. I think uh, 2020 nah. is going to be a good year for us. I think nope. we are starting to come into I'm, our own. Uh, well, maybe not. Maybe, yeah, maybe Elliot's like going to be a downer, but I mean, he's, uh, you know, always whatever. What do you whatever you got, I can fucking, I'll soil it. Yeah, that's what that's what we need the soiler. You're the you're the pisser over here. I've let too much personal shit get in the way of this podcast, and I regret that. Is um, that your new resolution? Are we gonna do my resolution? I just letting work stress me out, and I don't put enough time into this like I should. And uh, more fishing. Put that on the list. Oh, number one is more, more fishing. fishing. Yeah, my resolution is to uh, expand what we're doing here. Maybe do some YouTube videos. Maybe yeah. make some merch. Man, I'd love for us. We we had that little trip where we kind of wanted to make shorts, and that we're was short lived. But yeah, that's uh, it's not though. Should... Like we could totally do that. Like I mean, not right now. It's fucking holidays. Yeah, I've been yeah, fucking coming... slammed since October. Dude. Yeah, but the little creek in the backs fucking got some sceneries, bro, for some movies. There's no fish in there. I know. I found that out today. What's <laughs> uh, the weather gets like better? A dumbass. Better weather. Better weather. Yeah, but it's creepy under that motherfucker. I uh, know. I was out there. Remember, we were trying to film that one short, yeah. and it was like dark as shit. Oh, the Mouth Breather uh, album cover is going to be in there. What? Really? No, it's not. Yeah. I, th- th- I took the photo. It's what, underneath what, the creek. What album cover? The oh, cover. is that? Oh, that's that's, that's underneath the creek. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, we're going to do better. We're going to do better for you. All right. You yeah, as man, our fans. I'm going on this vacation coming up, a little fishing vacation. Yep. <laughs> Going to uh, me and the wife go to try to make a little a few little baby catfishes and uh, see what happens. I'll cut that out. Just yeah. oh, I'll work on that one. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not getting cut. Work on them. Um, <laughs> little baby catfishes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. That's it. I guess, yeah, we got to give them the details. You changed the uh, Instagrams? I did change the Instagram. So uh, we are now at Cult of Horror Podcast because, I mean, let's be honest, that's a little more intuitive. Makes sense. Man, yeah. I wish somebody would have said that a long time ago. Eric suggested it, and it was, was like, no, we're Texas, TX. TX. And he's like, no. Who cares? It's a fucking podcast. I'm an idiot. Well, now everybody's, every, everybody that's tagged us in the past is no longer tagged to us. Is that true? Yep. No, it's not. They they, they flow over, I thought. No. Nope. nope. They don't flow over? Nope. They're, just, they're dead. Nope. Yeah, sorry. Um, they're dead now. Yeah, but well, you're going to have to uh, go back in and tag us again into yeah. everything that had our tag. We have nobody tagged. Horror Freak tagged us that one time. Horror Freak tags us all the time. Horror Freak's dope. Fucking go support Horror Freak. They've been having some sales and events a lot. Hell yeah, hey, I'm starting to like their little merch that they're coming out with. Yeah. Some of it's it's getting good. That it's Friday getting, the 13th that was that, pretty good. I like the Friday the 13th. It's, it, it's like almost something I'd wear. Hey, if, <laughs> if he's listening... 
his name's Eric, and my name's Eric, <gasps> and I feel like we should be friends. You could literally just walk in there, and he'll be your friend. Yeah, they just don't go there. That's how it works. You gotta get outside, bro. That's that's what you gotta do. No, dude. Well, go to the public. Too much, dude. Nah, I can't do that. I work in the public. Give me Fuck that. Facebook, bro, because we're not gonna meet in person. Yeah. Shit. Well, you know. Anyways, Wait, Instagram so, is the Cult so, of Horror podcast, and then the Facebook is Cult, Cult, of, Cult of, Horror. of Horror. And then yeah, you can listen to us on uh, Spotify and sh- what? Shutter. Shutter. <laughs> Shutter. Shutter. Stitcher. Same shit. Shutter. Stitcher. That'd be dope to have Apple a podcast. podcast. Shutter. Yeah. Well, we're not bloody disgusting. We're, not we're good. Yeah. It, if there's anything that y'all want us to do in 2020, I know you're not going to say anything. Nobody hate. You're, you're just going to keep it inside forever. Cares. But uh, you know, just let us know, and uh, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. We we want to please you. We love you, y'all. Happy New Year. I hope your year is better than this one. It's a weird year. They're all weird year. Everybody says that <laughs> shit. Everybody <laughs> has those fucking memes. If you don't support Christmas, like, half this room, then fucking don't fuck Christmas. and, and Don't and fuck Christmas. Fuck Christmas. <laughs> uh, fucking steal some fucking cookies and tell everybody to fuck you. Don't give presents. If you're like me and you hate fucking the New Year's, don't support that either. And just fucking go to bed before midnight and fuck everybody else and their firecrackers and their fucking wine. And you gotta eat so many fucking beans and grapes. Fuck those people, all right? Just fucking That's your parents, dude. Nobody else does that. The next fucking... <laughs> six weeks <laughs> live it like the fucking six weeks prior to this and don't fall into these fucking traps and fuck the holidays and fuck everybody but if you do support it then good for you and happy holidays I'm just yeah, confused that he said half of us don't uh, care about Christmas yeah, and how do you have three, three people? people because uh, you uh, you don't celebrate it but you aren't against it I'm yeah, against yeah, it in every half. fiber of my being. That's half thing. of you. Because Hunter's it for it. You're half. I'm not for it. Yeah, you are. For Christmas? You're for Christmas. I'm not for it. I literally just said that I fucking it. hate Christmas. No, but you, you wish the people a happy holidays. That includes Christmas. Yeah, Christmas is a holiday, stupid. And at the top of the fucking episode, you're all coming in here with your fucking Christmas cheer. And you're ba-ding, ba-ding, ba-ding. With your fucking elf shoes on. He's wearing an ugly fucking Christmas sweater. Fucking I'm, washing thing. A ha- I'm wearing a Hamburglar shirt, dude. Yeah. You seems like a guy that would like get drunk at a Christmas party. I right? am like, a dude Christmas. who'd get drunk. It's, at it's Christmas a Christmas party. sweater that fucking is, but it's got like a fucking pumpkin head in it. What? Got some of my. You're Christmas. Yeah, look at me. Yeah, you're fucking Christmas. Eric's half Christmas. What the fuck I'm is in my eye? Christmas. Jesus Christ! Christmas Probably your fucking some tinsel. Half Christmas no. on my father's side. Christmas just cheer. I'm just crying because I love you guys so you much. Got Santa Claus in your eye. Oh my god, I love it so much. No, yeah. Um, uh, all right. Well, guys, girls, non-binaries, everybody, drink the Kool-Aid and have a great day. Bye. Fuck Christmas. Could that be one person? No, Claire, that's the Mormon Tabernacle Choir doing their annual team phone call. Just, 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 just
I should go find a wall socket and stick your tongue in it. That'll be a charge. You 